sweet. All right. Welcome to Attention Wrestling Disorder. This is um, probably episode 13 at this point. I, oh, I boy. It's 12 or 13, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so I am RJ Show, awake, and the whole show, nothing but the damn show, since I was asleep last week. And you are? Over there. I am Chucky Hashi, but no longer Chucky Hashi. The hair had to go. So as per Mr. RJ's show, I am now Chuck Coffee. Um, so after this episode, moving forward, every episode, I'm going to do nothing but drink coffee while we do these. So I am the counterbalance yeah. Chuck Coffee. Oh, my God. And I am the Hot Rod Fight 21. Not your one, not your two, not your three, but your four-time ELW Fantasy Champion. For now, I'm going to take that record away from you. <laughs> we'll see about that. Good luck with that one. Okay, Crash Talker. We have uh, another guest this week. Um, first of all, thank you once again to GSW's Brian Tamber- Tamborello for being here on their last show. Um, it was great to have him on talking about uh, the uh, pay-per-view on fight and everything. And that this ended up being week, a very good card. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, it was really awesome. Uh but we have this week a dude I've known uh, for who knows how long, for millions of years at this point. Um, we're talking about, we got uh, Hash from Evolution Comics and this week in pulp culture. That's right, baby. Every, every Tuesdays, every Wednesdays, every Sundays, live. In your face. I like how you uh, and you've been doing this. Uh, how long have you been doing the the pop culture show now? The pop culture show right now has been uh, right about a year and two episodes now. So we've done about forty episodes of this week in pop culture, doing it every Sunday. It started off as a rouge because we saw a lot of our friends giving out misinformation, fan uh, <laughs> informations going wrong, and we're going. If you're fans, you read the comics, you watch the movies, and you're telling people how society's going, but you don't leave your house, we, I took it upon myself to like give out information because I was the guy that was at C2E2 um, right at the last live AEW event, which was also the live, um, the last appearance of a actual comic book convention. So that was 2019, upon- right? Yeah, which was literally 2020, actually. It was okay. like February-ish, yeah. It was March, it was, uh, at the end of March. And we were just hearing a lot of people giving out misinformation. If everyone's a giant fan, let's talk about it. Like movies, uh, video games, like anything that came to mind, we were talking about the movies. But also we were doing it in a way so like you had something to think about, which was awesome. And you, you cover a lot of uh, material in there. And then Evolution Comics. So I'm all confused with that. I Like, if you look at your Facebook profile it right. for Evolution Comics, it kind of, you think it's, you're talking about a, like a comic book company. But when you go on the website, you see it's a lot of artwork, kind of fan-based. Stop yes. me anytime and No, of- keep going because that's exactly what it is. We had our own comic books at the start of it. Uh, back in 2015, 2016, we did have three comic book lines as well, too. Uh, some of our writers have come and gone. That went kind of stag. We started representing artists just like it was back in the music scene. A lot of bands right. will say a lot of artists can't go from, let's say, where I live in New York, 
can't go to Arizona, can't go to Texas, can't go to California, Florida. So we were representing them going to other shows. So it's kind of like, we'll take your art, we'll at this rate, take your music and we'll take it on the road with us and we'll represent you, we'll introduce you to people and we'll find a fan base for you on the road. So that's how it also started. Oh, cool. And uh, see, and you've been doing it for a while now. Like, and you incorporate, well, while we're here today, uh, not just comics and music, wrestling is in there too. Rest- wrestling is my first love. As much as I love to hate it, hate to love it, it's still, it's like the the stepbrother you don't want, but still have kind of thing. Oh, I know that feeling. Yeah, I know that one. I can relate. I love and hate wrestling right now. Like I've been telling right. these guys constantly. Um, I can definitely relate. We know. Like, <laughs> You've already spoken come- about your opinions lately too. Huh? I've I've come and gone to wrestling so many oh. times that it takes one wrestler to take me away from wrestling, but one wrestler to bring me back. For sure. Um, which I've always loved, and there there are people along the way that have always brought me back. Um, case in point, Christopher Daniels being one of them. Oh, he's has fantastic. Always brought me back. Love seeing shows. We'll talk. We'll, he'll he'll stop his security when we're at a convention. Stop his security. He'll say, "No, he's cool. We're okay," and we'll talk about like. 10- minutes um at a show this happened at the last uh c2e2 show which was also an aew event which is pretty awesome yeah when i was getting back into wrestling when i was like probably early college probably 2004 ish um randy orton was my guy at the time randy orton is fantastic like in my mind he can't do wrong but that just me start of the ruthless aggression era yeah pretty much but i didn't watch the ruthless aggression era until 2004 like the beginning of it i didn't watch it in high school, I didn't watch wrestling. I was I was a hater. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Like 2001, I missed a lot of wrestling. Like 01, the beginning stages of 2002, and all 2004, I missed a lot of wrestling due to uh, my military commitments. Either I was at boot camp or yeah. deployed. And, and also at the time, TiVo was just like it cost way too much to get a TiVo. I at 2000, uh, what was it? 2003. When I moved down to Florida. Um, I at, for like maybe a year uh, during the whole Daniel Bryan uh, thing. I kind of the yes movement. I tuned I tuned out for a while during the yes movement. For, that was a good movement uh, too. I know. And mine was mine was eighties and nineties. I mean, I go back and watch that shit all the time. That's my bread and butter. <laughs> I loved like I got into and I've said this a million times. Like Hulk Hogan got me into it. My father would take me to NASA Coliseum. I, I saw Hogan versus Perfect, and I and I was ready to go home, even though it wasn't the main event. And I've seen maybe so many shows at the Coliseum. Uh, Warlord versus Davy Boy Smith. Coliseum, the Garden. Yeah, Gar- Oh, I the Garden was awesome. I'm That's still when convinced. Bret Hart marked I've seen a me. few at the Barclays now too. Yeah, wrestling's not bad. But I remember I'm still convinced when I was like 10 years old. I went to the 1996 Survivor Series. My mom and my uncles took me and my brother, my family, whatever. And there was a guy, probably around a teenager age, getting really bent out of shape in front of me, thinking that wrestling was real. I'm still convinced it was Rod that was in front of me. I down. I'm convinced it was Rod in front of me. I can imagine. I can. I'm pretty sure it was. Pipe down. Because Rod probably hey, was. It's like okay. A- no, it, it's okay. Look, I got I got marked at a show once, and I'll tell you the quick story and everything. Yeah. I got marked by a wrestler, and sadly enough, he's not around. It was Luke Harper, and it was at a WWE oh, yeah. accent. 
I made the mistake of showing up with the championship belt and I was like propping up my friend who who brought me to the WWE access thing. And during his match, he started doing yeah, 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 and doing and looking directly at me. And I was that fan who was about to jump over the barricade to try to fight him, not knowing that he's like over six foot four and would probably pick me up and throw me over the other side of the ring. Kick your ass. <laughs> he was a big guy. So you know what? It's fun. Enjoy it. That's what yeah. wrestling is all about. Uh, I got one for you. Um, Madison Square Garden, I uh, we got these really good seats. They're, you know, all the way up front. And I, I thought they were one of those ref- Yeah. And and I got to like get to, you know, the little the, the rail the gate area where the, the wrestlers come down. Right. And when Bret Hart Bret Hart was um Wrestling with he was uh, Jim Anvil Neidhart and I forget it was a six man um, the Mountie and I can't remember who else it was but they lost the hearts uh, uh, Bret Hart lost the match and you know I was trying to reach for him because he was my favorite and then he gave me this cold dead stare like I lost the match why would I want to touch your hand type of thing oh, and years man. later I realized he fucking marked me out man. Right, he was a heel. You got marked by your hero. No, he was a face at the time. He was a face, but he was pissed off because he lost the match. So, your kid. No, no, I got got my own personal story too. Funny story. No, I'm saying he got me. Is what I'm saying. He got me. (laughs) But go ahead. It was um SummerSlam '91. The match made in heaven. The match made in hell. My um, grandfather got me tickets. I was like so amped up, and. I was all happy because I legitimately thought, you know, like the Macho Man, Miss Elizabeth, what it was real. I think, wow, I got tickets and I'll reach out maybe you to wrestle it. So I so I I got to brag to all my friends and stuff that you know, like this was like the first wedding I ever went to. You know, I'm th- I'm like what like probably eight years old at the time. Little did I realize at the time that you know, like this wasn't their real wedding, and they were actually divorcing when this what when this wedding happened. Oh God. yeah, because you just watched the documentary, and you're going, "Oh, I got, I got." Right, I got I'm thinking that. I'm thinking, first, I'm thinking I that's the first that. wedding I ever that went was... to. I'm all happy and crap. We're oh. gonna call it the hot rod screw job. That yeah. Yeah. Hot that's screw the hot rod right. screw like job. Hot screw Pick job. it up. I have, I have the hot rod screw job on DVD right here. Yes, <laughs> I got. Yeah, I got that DVD too. Do you? Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah. So. So Nothing Rod, job like he, Hot Rod. Yeah, so everybody knows. Hash is a big collectible guy. He's big on his collectibles. He is. He has, has you know, he talks about him. it, you know, on his shows, you know, all the cool hot figurines coming out. Yeah. All the good stuff. So if you look in the background, yeah. you can see um, if you look uh, where uh, Hash is, you can see he's got the two, uh, you got the European title there. I, I can't tell. WWF, the I got the WWF big gold. Yep. That's standing behind me. It's also behind me. This is an actual fake. This is a WWF Intercontinental Championship. But this, which this one is, did I see when I was over there? When I went to uh, your house, was it the, was the Booker T one? Uh, the Booker oh. T one's right here. Oh, you're the one went in your old house then. Yeah. Because yeah, I've never. Oh, this one. Titles. I got yep. the um, blue Universal and the um. New United States Championship on his way. Nice. Nice. The Blue Universal and the United States title. The, the brand new title. one, too. 
Hey, remember Back that time last show? John Cena at WrestleMania, and it was amazing. Oh, you mean when the uh, Rock freaking uh, lacing out the Rock bomb and enabling the Miz to I'm not sure, but I, I, I saw a clean pin from the Miz. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure you won, It was too. a clean match. Uh, Just like I'm when sure Britt you... Baker won clean, Jack. Oh, yeah, what? yeah. So we're allowed to curb stomp people with title belts now. Okay, got you. But if you actually watch that Britt Baker match, if you want to be technical about it, Yes, Rebel interfered, but it wasn't her interference that actually was the deciding factor. After oh, no, that, it was, it the was the part on after the title. It was the crow stomp on the title that was the deciding factor. How about this? How about this? Okay. Since, since Rebel is going to be in Long Island next week in June 12th, oh, wow. why don't you two ask her right to her face on June 12th when you guys go to Hastel Toys for the autograph signing? Nice. Look at that product placement. I like that. That was oh, so wow. sweet. No, no, no. That was very sweet because of you. That weekend, no, because that weekend, I won't be in Long Island. I will be in Pittsburgh, in Morrisville, Pennsylvania ah. for Britt Baker. Ooh, look at Lucky. you. So, Chuck, why don't you go to that one since you're the one who lives in uh, Long Island? Well, I would, but again, I'm still in between cars. I'm a little carless right now. An incident went down since our last, uh, or actually it happened at our last episode. Someone gave decided to, uh, no, no, my car. Um, someone stole my catalytic converter out of my car. Where Wait, we- what? Yeah, that's a thing now. There's a, yeah. there's a no, thing. You, oh, where yeah, that's everyone's- the thing. on the news and everything. Yeah, no. So, big thing here Please. is that people are um, taking sawzalls and they're cutting oh, yeah. I'm catalytic converters from under um, cars, especially car. Hondas, because they have certain materials, like certain metals and stuff that are worth a lot of money. I'm the quarter Civic. I have a CRV. Okay. Uh, and it's an older CRV, so it's still like when they were really like the higher end um, catalytic. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm still waiting on the part and I'm fighting with insurance right now. Uh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, that happened right before our last one. I didn't. I thought I told you guys, not on air, but I don't. I don't, I I don't remember you telling feeling. me that story. I don't you remember. Have to sleep, so you probably forgot. It's all good. <laughs> you, you were uh, Toast J. You were Radio RJ Toast. RJ yeah, I was. I was. Because I woke up from a nap that last time. I'm kidding. Oh my god! I'm just kidding. I, I tease, I tease. But yeah, no, I've been dealing with that. But um, but what I do plan on doing is because I am going on the Jericho cruise again this year. My I'm mission is to meet Britt Baker. I didn't get to meet her last time. I walked past her a few times, but I didn't get to actually meet her. My buddy met her because I made the stupid choice of meeting the elite instead because I was all like, "Oh, I'm a mark for the elite." Right. I'm gonna go for Cody Rose. They were doing the same the same time meet and greets, and they didn't have enough tickets for both. Those were the highest demand. At the same time, it was the elite. It was the uh, the the women of AEW, SCU, and MJF. I got to meet all of them, but the women because of the demand. Like MJF, like like four people got MJF. I met MJF, and he was living Long Island. Why would you waste it on? No offense to MJF. I love Long Island. Why would you waste it on MJF? I love MJF. Just go to his house. I mean, it's not that far. It's probably about 10 minutes from here. I, live in Massapequa. He I mean, he does live in Massapequa, so yeah. I thought he lived in... No, he lives in Plainview. Yeah, doesn't Plainview's matter. Like 15 minutes from me. It doesn't matter. Go to Hicksville to create a pro wrestler because the oh, last yeah. time they all did a special event not too long ago. So... Yeah. Sure, I can go meet him. That's a good point. Yep. True, Why waste true. the money when you know like certain guys are local it, it was part of the package it wasn't a money waste thing but i like met them all like just throughout and then i met scu they were cool but i wanted to meet the elite because i'm a kenny omega guy no, I'm, 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 mad, I'm mad at myself i was trying to play to my audience you know the, the, the comic book the enthusiast the collector no i got uh 
the wrestling shirt. You know, I, I was debating my Kenny Omega versus Street Fighter one or yeah. my Brian Cage Wolverine. I went with this one because I haven't worn this one on the show yet. I've worn the first one we did. I wore You were wearing that at the uh, at Double no, Nothing. Was term- that was Terminator. Oh, Terminator. He did a new one. What happened? He did a new one for Terminator. Yeah, he did. That's the new one. Yeah, this is the this is the old. This is actually the Impact one. Actually, yeah. fun story about this shirt. I bought this shirt when me and Rod met Brian Cage and uh, Melissa Santos at a House of Hardcore Impact event like two oh, years that was ago. Fun, yeah, that, that, that was a fun just night. Go, just, oh, just go to the pro wrestling been, event. It's, it's legit. It's been almost two years now since that event. It's been it's almost been two years. It's been about two years. Just go to ProWrestling.com events. They're all over the place, all over Jersey. And they're all like, run by the creative pro wrestler it, guys, too. Right. <laughs> Cage because is there I, all the time. I remember what happened. What happened was, like, I literally flew in to New York from um, Florida. Chuck picked me up in the airport. And we went right to the show, got tickets. Nice. Yep. And Rod left his autograph on their table. And they was nice enough to hang on to it. They're awesome. That's why I got all the love in the world for Melissa okay. and Brian. And I hope Melissa gets picked up by AEW one day. That'd be cool. Um, That'd be cool. She was, she was, why did they get, fire her from uh, Impact? I have no idea. I never heard Did the official reason why. I have no idea what Yeah, happened. no, she's official. She announced on her Instagram that she wasn't wrestling? working with them anymore. Pipe down over there. People watching stuff? Yes, I watch I watch Still Impact right. over. Uh, I, I watch Impact I show about just because it's better than AEW. Hey. Ooh. <laughs> oh. So what? what is your gripe with AEW? We were talking about this. Now let's oh, get into it. Oh, boy. What's your All gripe? Right, I want to hear this. I, I don't have this. a gripe. All right, I don't have I a gripe. Popcorn right but, now. Rod, but here's popcorn the thing, though. Right now. Everyone knows what Botchamania is. Everyone's watched those clips and everything, right? Uh-huh. Yes. 90% of Botchamania... 90% of all the clips on Botchamania is AEW now. Yeah, it used to be Impact and TNA. Remember that? It used to be Impact. <laughs> correct. It used to be Impact and TNA. That was their Botch matches. TNA is they, fake proof, and it was... Um, Christian Cage throwing himself into the stairs and Scott oh, Snyder just go see him like this. Like, I got right. you, bro. Uh, but nothing is as bad up. as Jericho falling off the top of Cage to a bunch of cardboard boxes and everything on yeah, a ramp that was make fun. it look super bad. It looked yeah. terrible. And uh, then there's the, the what was it, the like barbed wire match. Yeah, that was a thing too, but so what? What pay-per-view was they had with like all the mats <laughs> not named Cardona like boss that night? What? I don't what know. Talking? I don't what are you talking about? When Sidell made his debut and he went for that shooting star press and he slipped and like oh yeah jacket. that was yeah, I think that, that, that was last year's like double every nothing. Mat, every that was last year's yeah that yeah. was double that was last year's double I couldn't remember which one it was that was last year and then they made the, the storyline that Michael Nakazawa put his uh, oil on the ropes uh, that was yeah that was Matt Sidell's um debut into uh, AEW when he and then and then before that Matt Jackson like he had that um slip up too yeah. And then what happened with Matt Hardy? Yeah. But you know what? So what? If your name was Matt, that was a bad night for you. But so what? I still love the storylines. I still like what they're doing. What storyline? What what storyline have you watched? I'm sorry. The last paper got a lot of of, uh, ratings. But I didn't. They were all put together last minute. There was no story build. 
between the, the story builds that have been there going was no on. Story build for Bucks turning heel, the whole Kenny Omega and Don Callis. One you episode, know, one, one to two episodes, not a whole few weeks. Remember, these these little storylines all come in within the last two or three weeks before their pay-per-view because they don't know what they're doing. It, it shows time and time again. The matches are great. The wrestlers are doing their so-called story. The, the matches are coming out awesome, but they're also messing up their own moves. I'm waiting for another major injury to happen. What's been happening right now with the whole called dud explosives to the, the falling of the cage or whatever makes them look like child's play. And if I have to hear the guys reference WCW 24-7, the last time this was on TV, every single beginning and end, uh, I'm so done. As much as I give Christopher Daniels props for always telling me, give a product a chance, I love Ring of Honor days. I'd watch Ring of Honor to watch all the new guys, to watch all of them come back and build their character and everything. I'll go back to TNA Impact days which they had amazing wrestling and great storylines when it came to wrestling. And look what at how you watch, what years are you watching? I have issues with Ring of Honor. Days. The earlier yeah. days, the earlier <laughs> days before WWE bought the tapes. And on purpose they bought the tapes because of the Hardy Boys and AJ Styles. Pretty much. Yeah. So pretty hey. much like two thousand two to like two thousand like maybe eight. Right. So and that with the crap. Oh no, nah, basically before the Hogan era, basically. During the Hogan, well, her, Hogan era kind of hurt. Oh, you mean the, uh, or, or, or we talk about the secret right before that, the secret Vince Russo era. Are you talking about, about Impact? Yeah. We were talking about TNA Vince. days, TNA. Is that right. why you can't find a lot of the content on Impact Plus? Right, because they're actually on Twitch. You can find it on Twitch because they put it live right there. And they constantly put up their matches on, um, they'll segment their matches and put them on uh, Instagram. That's how I watch Impact on Thursdays is do Twitch because I've got access. So that's how yeah, I watch I do it. Twitch too. That's what I do. I watch Twitch. But... Yeah. So I as far as the, the tape... fact if I even watch them, I, I fast forward through half of them. I think I watch like the two wrestlers I like and then I'm over it. Yeah. And that's but, okay. You're, the, you're uh... talk... Let me let me give you one though. How about okay, do you prefer the company that is keeps firing credible and incredible talent and rehiring oh. acts that can't wrestle? All right, if we're talking about WWE currently with Eva Marie coming back and Braun Strowman being <laughs> I'm glad fired, you that immediately. yes, um, that's exactly the problem that WWE has. But here's the thing WWE is a money machine, WWE is a worldwide you're company. You're right, you're right. You, I, I 100% agree with you. As much people hate on it, they make money, right? They make more money than any other company does, right? You're right. So everyone can love it, right. Everyone can go and love AEW all they want, but AEW is jumping on a nostalgia bandwagon of what you guys want. That is the LGN action figures. And don't forget, the current product that's out right now is Jax. It literally is Jax rebranded for all the fans. While WWE has Mattel, and they have their awesome line where they bring back the nostalgia figures that look like the He-Man action figures that come out. When you have the bandwagon... When you have this as a nostalgia, this wins right now. While, while currently Cody Rhodes and actually the major, the major brothers, the major wrestling podcast is redoing these action figures to come back because they love the Hasbro line. While Mattel bought the rights to these. That'll be a whole nother story. Do you story have any of the AEW toys or no? No, I'm not. I am not wasting my... Actually, I bought them to sell. 
That's basically AEW. You buy them to sell because Brandy Rhodes, I don't know how this fit on from like 20 bucks to literally $300 or $400 a figure. That's for you guys. That's for you collectors. I don't collect figures like that. No, All I, I know is I want to buy the Britt Baker for my daughter, and Wait, I'd Brit, like to find one. You'd have to wait, you know. Maybe Ringside Collectibles might have them. Maybe Ringside Collectibles might have them. The Britt Baker was just announced. She hasn't been released yet. So if you guys know on release dates, it's not ready yet. So, And on top of that, they're not giving release dates. And to be honest, if you really want to stick to Rinside Collectibles, okay, great. You're making them on a monopoly while you should have them at Targets and Walmarts because Ringside Collectibles is going to do what Toy Biz and Toy Wiz has done throughout the years, and that is jack up the prices when they're down to the last figure, and you got to pay $300 for an action figure that you could have bought for 20 bucks back then. So sure. that's up to you guys of how you want to spend your cash when it comes to figures. Remember, I don't buy figures. These, these were brought back like and they were 10 bucks. They were brought back. They were ten bucks. Now I collect, I, co- I collect the belts more than I collect the figures. So honestly, right. if I went back to toy collecting, I'd actually play with the toys. <laughs> That's fine. I would get drunk so and fun. I would create matches with my toy figures like I did when I was younger. Yeah, but but, but before I was drinking By the rings and everything. But nowadays I would do that and I would just get drunk and be like, oh, what about these two feuding or these two feuding? That's right. pretty much why I play Fire Pro Wrestling World on PS4 because I download all the shit and now I just you know use all those. Yeah. So back to WWE, I'm like what they're doing right now. They're rebranding. They've been trying to rebrand without live shows. They can't make or sell the products. And don't forget, T-shirt sales is what matters. Action figure sales don't matter. The merch on WWE.com is what matters because that brings up more revenue. Why do you think John Cena was the number one guy? Because kids were buying John Cena merch. And they had a stupid shirt in every fucking color. Rod odds every single one of them. Right. Rob loves that John Cena, but right. we already see him. We see him for what a couple of haters. Right, but have you ever? But here's the thing, though. Have you ever noticed? And this has actually happened in WWE. No one ever realized the way they treat their wrestlers is merchandise sales. If the merchandise has gone fine. high enough, those people have become champions without going to different regions. The only time you've seen that happens when they went to India. And right. um, what's his face became world heavyweight champion. Jin, Jin, oh, Jin gender, Mahal. Yeah, Jin Mahal, yeah. And that's because they needed someone. They wanted to branch to out represent. and make yeah. the big business there. No, of course. That's Correct. why you have. So you have the White family. Their merchandise went up on a technical error that I can't say on this show. We'll probably talk about it later. That happened that caught the right of the, of the uh, let's just say, the Southerners. And they love that logo so much that that. Bray Wyatt's merchandise went up above John Cena. And there was a reason why Bray Wyatt is not a one-time champion, but a two-time champion based on a design error that they never caught after eight years after. Makes so sense. champions were always based Isn't like that. technically a three-time champion? No, we're talking about World Heavyweight cha- title, not tag title. No, he was no. A, no. He, he had the universal title twice. Yeah. And he had the WWE title one time. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. But okay, so he's a three-time champion, but it's based <laughs> on product. Braun Strowman, same exact thing. But a lot of guys that went up there, Zack Ryder was the only one to get screwed out of his merchandises because of a technical error of him cutting, dyeing his hair, which he would have been world champion because he had, I think, the second or third. He most. was like the top selling merch guy under Cena at one point. 
Correct. And he was like just under Cena. Right. And to save face, they made him Intercontinental Champion that year. He made him U.S. Champion. No, Intercontinental Champion. Oh, right. That was the one. 24 hours. That was 24 hours. That cup of coffee. Yeah. Then they waited for. Then they waited for Kurt, uh, Hawkins back and instantly made him tag team yet again for the second WrestleMania in New York. So, yeah, little little tough pill to swallow, and that's how I mean, WWE that, has always marketed their stuff. If their T-shirt line starts going down, and based on the wrestlers that aren't been on TV, the sales start to drop. The way Dolph Ziggler makes money is if his stuff is very colorful and it's pink. So you get a lot of people that love the pink stuff. How they get rid of the iconics, I'll still never figure that part out. When it comes to the women's division, the women's division, they they keep bringing it up and they keep hurting uh, it at the uh, same time. Because apparently Kevin Dunn didn't get Billy Kay. Does it really matter? Well, I mean, oh, well, when he, well, he isn't he like Vince's right hand man though? So yeah, technically, Bruce. Correct, and instead of fighting, and, and instead of firing or releasing the wrestlers, they should have fired and released the writers because some of them just don't know how to write a simple yeah, match. But that was right. part of the problem with them, and that's the issue, and that's what should have been done. Like, 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 you had a gold mine with the iconics. Why the fuck right. did you break them up? Oh, seriously. And then Braun Strowman's great. Why would you get rid of someone like Braun Strowman? Because no again, Braun Strowman was invested. They invested uh, so much in Braun yeah. Strowman. Look at the ma- not matches, the segments. Of him flipping a car, not once but twice. Him trashing a cor was it the Corvette or was it Camaro? Trashing a car, ripping out the door and the hood. Right. Him flipping the truck. They invest a lot of money in him to be whatever they wanted. And we all watched it go, okay, he's a beast. Why isn't he fighting Brock Lesnar? Why isn't he world champion? Why isn't he that? Or then also, with the I really like was, a lot of his. I let her with Brock. I mean, with um, Braun, a lot of stuff was his backstage stuff. Got him in a lot of trouble. Like he would like consistently show up late to shows. Okay, I'm sure then, that's part of it, but I'm also sure too that here's the problem with guys like Braun Strowman. They have the same problem that a lot of monster guys has. Okay, you sp- have him smash over the whole roster. You make him this big monster. You get him in a height. There's no one left. What the fuck do you do with a guy that's beating everybody? Correct. You you did. And the, now Lashley's the, that guy. No, but then here you do the you do the Mark Henry Big Show segment with Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. You trash the ring again, and you don't follow through. Like that's always been a problem with WWE when it comes to that. WWE was other problem that as if we want the top guy, the live shows saves the big guy or saves any wrestler. Look at Kofi Kingston. Zack Ryder got based on fans alone, and they won't get rid of them. Without the live shows, the fans are. Like the the wrestlers are pretty much dead in the water. Well, the other problem is too this whole Thunderdome bullshit, where they manipulate crowd control too. On top of it, stupid. Yes, they they literally do. I've done it a couple times. They literally tell you who to cheer and boo. Well, yeah. If you actually, if you watch that, if you watch football or basketball or baseball, was the same crowd noise that we would get as well too. Except for they're doing that on Impact too. No, Impact doesn't with, have it. You actually the, hear no the crowd noise. They're doing the crowd noise. They never did it. They cut. They did it the first time and they cut it off. They they noticed that they made they had more viewers with them telling the person where to do their spots and hearing the mat on its own. That's where they started. That's where they listened to the fans. Um, uh, with uh, AEW, they put the wrestlers that weren't on TV on the sideline to crowd up. And then they were allowing the 10% capacity or whatever fans that were and able to get in again. at the time. And now it's full again. Yeah, now it's full again. 
and it's fantastic. Everybody's mostly vaccinated, thank the Lord. Right. I'm very happy about it. Vaxxed. Makes it easy for a lot Same. of people. Done. Yeah, be vaxxed. And then be smart where you can and just, you know, do what you got to do. Exactly. Right. And then and then the whole, the new rumor of WWE trying to be set up to be sold yeah. is not going to happen. Is never going to happen. WWE is not selling. And if it is, they'll sell it to NBC. But who's dumb to get rid of their top wrestlers or some of their wrestlers right now before selling? If you do that, you're trying to buy a billion dollar company or you're trying to buy, you know, a hundred million dollar company. With a hundred million dollar company, you don't have your products. Your products are your wrestlers. If you lose your wrestlers, what do you have? It's like buying a sports franchise. You want LeBron James on a team or you don't want LeBron James on a team? If I lose LeBron James, the, the, the product line, everything goes back down. Then well, it was like the whole Bishop buying WCW thing where he said right. it was like, well, we'll sell you, we'll buy the product, but you don't get the TV. The product's right. worth fucking 20 bucks without the TV. Right. Correct. So that <laughs> was the whole thing. Because his investors backed out the last minute. Well, that was okay. because they couldn't get that stuff. And without that, there was no point in investing because the product wasn't worth anything without the TV. Correct. The TV the makes a lot of money. There was, the product wasn't worth shit without the TV. They, been, they basically would have been another ECW, basically. Well, we yeah. But ECW had their shot as well, too. When you hear the story, Shane McMahon trying to do ECW for YouTube would have been gold from back then to what it was right now. ECW would have stayed alive. But you still, everyone forgets that they can make a contract where if it, go, if it goes below a certain value, loses ratings, if it loses money, it can revert back to the... Shane, Stephanie, and Triple H will be the three figureheads. And actually, there's a, there's a third family member, I think a third or fourth family member's also, Shane's wife is a shareholder, and I think yeah. there's the first child. Oh wow! People don't know I remember, about. I remember uh, Shane's wife. Shane's wife is a WWE shareholder. So is the first daughter that has never been on TV or anything else. But there's a photo. So the oldest daughter, as well too, is also a WWE shareholder. They are not going to get rid of their shares. What they'll probably do is they'll sell to NBC, which will probably be the ones that's going to buy it. If anything. Right, NBC is the reason why they're on USA Network and stuff like that. And, I'm and, now and that's why and they're on, yeah. They'll sell to Peacock with a clause saying that if you want to sell, they sell back to the family at probably a quarter of the price, which will probably be in the clause if they sell. That's if and they sell. Tony, yeah. Right. Uh, and Tony Khan and Tony Khan can run his mouth all day long and everything too, but Tony Khan himself as president of AEW doesn't even have a foot to stand on because father daddy warbucks himself is the sh largest shareholder of aew so if he thinks that they're going to purchase AEW, if they're going to purchase wwe i don't see Khan senior buying wwe i don't either he has a soccer yeah. team a football team and he's got yeah. aew to worry about and he's got his son running aew yeah wwe's never selling they can they can switch and they can switch a bunch of stuff as well too, but we also forget that they are working on WWE Egypt and they have all the UK wrestlers and eventually we're gonna see a lot new faces and a lot new in the roster sooner than later. Well, in the meantime, in the meantime, I made uh, as of last night, I have stopped watching SmackDown and Raw. I'm gonna stay with NXT in UK. Because I'm not happy with the way they're doing the products right now. I'm not happy with it. And that's my choice. 
That's fine. I don't watch it either. But I watch the only way I can watch AEW is the mute button because I don't like the commentary. Just put it on mute. Enjoy the matches. You don't like don't. What about Dark though? You don't think Taz and Excalibur are hilarious? Taz and I got beef. It's thirteen year beef. Good for him wrestling. That's great. Thank you, thank you, Taz. A fine of oh my god, just. Eight championship belts running around AEW, and they barely change hands. So who's going to be number one? And we were we're at the position where Tony signs everyone to a quick ten day contract, like as if they're pro basketball players, where they get a ten day contract, three to four match contract, and then they're off to Impact, Major League Wrestling, or Ring of Honor land. Well, pretty much like even like Leo Rush, that was a one off deal. He's still technically signed New Japan MLW. Right. When they we sign- saw it with Matt Cardona. Matt yeah, Cardona showed up. Oh my God, Matt Cardona. Is he back now? He's at Impact. So yeah, he had three matches that. on uh, AEW. Three matches. Right. With- but Big Show, same thing. We don't know their contracts. They're not going to say it. We'll we'll see it down the line. Mark Henry. We'll same see it thing. down the line. We'll see. Uh, was it uh, Andretti? I forget his Andretti, actual wrestling name. I'm what about Cage? Is Cage there for the long haul? Cage is for the long haul. Yeah, Cage is there because they're finally letting. I think Cage went there because they're going to let him wrestle the schedule he wants. Though to be won't let him do what he wants to do. Right. So I love them, Lee, because there's certain wrestlers. That's why, like, if you the thing with AEW, I love AEW. I'm the biggest AEW guy there is. But uh, excuse me. Okay, oh, next boy. to you. Okay, fine. Oh boy. Okay, oh, Mister. I jerk off every night to AEW. And what's wrong with that? Wait, what? And listen, 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 listen. listen. That's how I was going. My point was was that (laughs) listen, my point was was that thing with AEW is like what they really need, and I love the product, but they what they need to do is they need to really keep focusing on the indie, the high-end indie guys, and build them up and make them credible. Like at first it was good. Yes, you had Chris Jericho as a champion, because that was smart, because you knew the next person that beat him was gonna be the next big deal. The problem with AEW so far, now there's a problem with just what it is, is that you've had like the three biggest name guys in the company hold the belt. But again, the way Kenny Omega is doing things now, what they need to do is they need to get that next big indie guy to eventually beat him. And then that guy's made. Let's say Orange Cassidy beats Omega. That makes Orange Cassidy the next echelon. Or right. Jungle it Boy. It might be Jungle Boy. Or, or exactly, or like Jungle Boy. And, like, I, as, as much as Jungle Boy would probably be the best thing, I, it, would be, it would be better for him if he won the TNT title. But that was just a botched move that they did with, to have a Darby Allen lose to Miro, and it, Miro it, is it, a it great does no value. But right. again, but that's another point I was gonna, about to go into is that they're getting ex WWE guys, but they're not getting the big names. They're getting like the middle of the road guys or like the like tenured season veterans. You're not getting the peak like top tier guys because the top tier guys are not going to leave WWE. Like let's face it, Roman Reigns is never going to AEW. Oh no, of course not. Neither this Rollins. Is never going to AEW. Bobby Lashley isn't going to AEW. No, none of them are. McIntyre will not go. None of them will go. Yep. When you got your guys making like five hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars, as much as it's sitting in AEW, AEW can't afford to get them even at a quarter of a cost, no. which will mess up their value. Exactly. Like like even though AEW's got a lot of money behind it, they can't. They and they do give. They're very generous with their their rates and salaries of wrestlers. They can't pay what WWE does. They just oh no! Like for example, like they never get Lesnar. Tony Khan doesn't want players. Even if Tony Khan wanted Lesnar, he wouldn't get him. Uh, you know how much money you know, he would have to pay Lesnar to get him, and do they have the money? And, and, and he wouldn't. And, and, and he wouldn't give Lesnar the schedule Lesnar won either. 
He was eight. Could, they they could, could, they could, like they could get no, they they could get Lesnar not the same to have him against, let's just say, uh, Brian Cage or some of the other bigger guys on the show. Hager. Brock Lesnar would not even go for it like one bit. And on top of that, he has the respect for, for WWE to go and build a match. Uh, Brock Lesnar he's a beast. He loves work. He, he is a wrestling fan, but if he has to go wrestle a dog, he's still going to make sure that uh, that underdog looks good for him as well, too. You think they're botched matches, not botched matches. Well, as far as the uh, the Braun Strowman run, that's a whole other story. But No, I'm saying, I, I was about to say, I disagree with that. Remember what happened with Ricochet last year in Saudi Arabia? Ricochet was a whole... Ricochet is just a, a, a poor example of everything because what they do at Ricochet is a complete horse shit. No, I'm saying what they, that, 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 like they one, that match was only one minute. Right, but that's Ricochet. You're getting a mid-card guy who's literally, what, 175 pounds soaking wet where every wrestler can go pick him up and long dart him across the ring. And he'll yes. he deserves better, though. He deserves better. He'll, he'll sell for it every time. That, that, that match could have been great, and they made that match, and, and he still hasn't recovered from that. Right. So you're going to long doesn't dart. Know how to book Brock Lesnar against small guys. That's why even why the AJ Styles Lesnar match wasn't that great. Actually, he what can. about the Finn Balor Brock match? Le- that was a good Brock, one. Brock Lesnar says one of his favorite matches was actually with uh, um, was actually with Rey Mysterio. I believe it. Because it was David worth Goliath. So the fact that he's able to run the ring with him and do moves that he's never done before is something that Brock Lesnar looks forward to. You can't get the type of, let's no. say, dedication out of the wrestlers. Who's going to commit to Brock Lesnar? Who's going to say he, Brock Lesnar comes in and I'm okay with to getting the loss? No AEW, no Impact guy will take it. They'll they'll do what WWE did back when they when they got NWA and they'll kill the they'll kill the NWA product and they did it very well. Um, in, uh, AEW will probably try to do the same exact thing to kill most of the WWE guys, but the A, the WWE guys have their 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 age like a good fine wine. You can't beat them. Christian Cage, a former NWA champion, a former World Heavyweight champion, you can't you can't botch his matches. You can't make him lose. If Brock Lesnar comes in, former UFC champion, former WWE champion, you can't make the man lose. Um, no. But uh, then uh, I don't. But you do realize AEW is trying to build on the back of a huge WWE guy. They're still doing it. Their product is based on Jericho alone and Taz. Look at how things are done. Oh, it's the fair. fact that half these guys were on NXT. Yes, yes. Britt Baker did have a botch match against uh, um, Nia Jax. You know, people have seen that. Rebel has been part of the um, the Mae Young Classic. Uh, um, yeah, she's part of the Dollhouse and Impact as well, or TNA. Yeah. Right. So you have all the stuff. Well, she's gone. She's still an Impact girl who does more for AEW. So she's still an Impact. So whatever the contract is, she's not wrestling in AEW. She'll probably go back to uh, wrestle in Impact once those you days are done. You think so? I think she's doing so well in AEW right now, though. It Whatever the contract what lies, with. it depends right. on what they're offering. You know, you don't know. Again, and every act, like these fans, every acts like they fucking know everything behind the scenes. But the truth is, we don't know shit. We don't Look, know shit, but there. I'd like to think I'd like Talent you know. Fucking knows, and that's the problem. I don't even know, and I've been behind, and I've been backstage for WWE event. I've been at four WWE events. I don't even know. the The thing is, sit there and enjoy the product. Who cares? Who cares? Good Watch luck it. with is that it nowadays. Good? Right. Oh my God, I'm gonna be an AEW fan, and I and I'm screaming ahead WCW WCW because all this other stuff. 
But then, yeah, you have WWE making poor decisions of foreign wrestlers. But how? But here's a here's the best thing about companies, all right? You have the four other companies. How are they going to rebrand or reproduct these wrestlers? WWE has had writers. They have product management. They have this whole arsenal of how they're going to build another Mattel product line to make it work for them. While right. AEW may have their new toy line, but how is that toy line going to hold up with the other ones? There's no storyline. If I need to watch, if I need to watch another Spider-Man event, which WWE can, because they don't want anyone going to high scaffolding, and WCW is doing exactly what WWE didn't want to do anymore, was have anyone 50, 80 feet in the air, and you're bringing it back. Fail number one. We all live. I watched Owen passing. Putting any wrestler 50 to 80 feet up is still a bad decision in my mind because it takes one time it to be messed up. And God forbid it. I hope that never happens. But good luck to any wrestler that goes yet again going 50 to 80 feet up. It's, 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 I get what you're saying. And it's a liability. And I get what you're getting with that situation. But it goes, but it, it applies. Everything is different. But I get what you're saying with that exact one. You, you, can't, yeah. you can't do it. Owen Hart died. That was the precedent. Right. And then <laughs> uh, we got the stone called Kurt Angle Angle again when it came to the beer truck and the milk truck. We got the champagne truck happen, and the oh, champagne yeah, the truck line. never made it in the ring, and it was an attachment kind of aspect of it. This is all like, oh, it's great, you know, but I relived it. Yeah, that truck never like hit the ring to kind of shake it, and you you didn't really spray it fans. Appeals to like nostalgia it, fan. If you're a nostalgia fan, it's great, and I love it. I'm a nostalgia fan. I love it. I so. Love nostalgia too. Yeah, I enjoy it. I don't complain about it, but I get what you're saying too. But again, on a grander audience, that's true. Me as yeah. a fan, like, yeah, me as a fan, yeah, I like that. I enjoy that. I love AW. I'm going to watch the product and I'm going to tell everybody it's a great product, but not right. everybody like I do. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, another thing to think is, uh, yeah, just, just the commentary. I, I just, I just mute that because the matches, they're good matches. But when you go and rewatch, like, go watch the, then mute the match for a second time you'll notice the match is a lot better and a lot stronger than what you think for AEW. I, um, I, I disagree. I, I love Shivani and Excalibur and how they go back and forth. I love it. I'm not a big JR guy right now. No, JR botches too much. I like JR, but he botches too much. JR is the original Michael Cole. Let's yeah. call a spade a spade. But Tony Schiavone is still calling as if he's still back in the WCW days, and he wants it to be. We're still waiting for Eric Bischoff to come in. We're still waiting for Ted Turner to get skinny again with the mustache to come back in and try to tell people how to do their jobs. Well, Eric Bischoff tells him, you know nothing about wrestling, Mr. Atlanta man. You forget he wasn't in, or maybe you remember, he uh, Schiavone was out of the business for a long time. Shivani was. I mean, he had a stint with Impact when Impact first came out. He had a stint with TNA. Yeah, he was a heel, and it was hilarious. And I watched him bury Percy Pringle, who was like six hundred pounds at that point. And Percy Pringle the whole time he's listening to this freaking dated rant, and he's just and you just see Percy Pringle with that vibe on his face, like I rolled out of bed for this bullshit. Why am I here? Oh yeah, paycheck. (laughs) And then you never saw him again. Yeah. Then basically the whole. One thing I do like about what AEW does. Though, like, with their, like, the um, B and C shows, you know, like, Dark, Dark Elevation. And once in a while, you get, you, get like an elite, you get, like, an elite star on it. You'll get, like, a Moxley on there. You'll get, like, a Page on there. Like, good luck ever seeing Drew McIntyre on WWE main event. Good luck with that. 
Yeah. It's not Good luck seeing a Bobby Lashley on WWE main event. Good luck. No, with they, that. no, you don't get that. No, but main that, event, what you get is you get the recap of their match on Monday. Right. Or you get like a few extra matches over in the dark matches to build up their extra character. Get what well, it was Saturday main event. We'll never what, have that again. Yeah, well, that's what main event is, but it's it's you get it's basically what superstars used to be. It's basically you get the few undercards that have their matches to give them a little build, which has pretty much become Jeff Hardy, because now Jeff Hardy's apparently a jobber. Right. Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Hardy will eventually be in AEW Jeff and will be brother Miro again. He will be because again, but again, they'll 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 jerk Jeff Hardy around because they don't want him to leave because they know that he'll go with Matt, but they'll they'll give they'll throw everything at him. They'll throw everything at Jeff Hardy to keep him because they don't want him to reunite well, the party. Like, but he should make he him needs to do like what else is there left for Jeff Hardy to do at this point? Uh, he has a Grand Slam champion. Well, he can always resurrect Willow as in an AEW. No, no, he will never resurrect Willow. Yeah, that won't be happening. No, uh, saying if he goes to AEW. He won't go to AEW unless WWE releases him, but he's yeah. he's too gold. You could put you could literally put a mid card title on him tomorrow and have the fans come back immediately. Yeah, Any well, tag Jer- title. Jeff Hardy's another one, kind of like a Chris Jericho in ways where you could put him anywhere on the card, right? And you're not going to bat an eye over it. You're not going to be like, oh, that's bullshit. Like Randy Orton, Randy leave the product. You know how many times he was close fired. And he ended oh, yeah. up to go to Impact. Yeah. And uh, go to Ring right of Honor. Now, I'll tell you right now, if anybody else would have done half the crap Orton did, they definitely would have been fired. Right. He got away with a lot of shit. Yeah. Right. Like crapping in Divas bags. Yep. Yep. Those lovely stories. Getting caught smoking backstage, weed backstage at the SmackDown taping. Oh, that's not really that big a deal, but I get it. But I get it. Too. Didn't he get like? I mean, but didn't he get suspended for wellness shit anyway? Yeah, twice. If he if he fails one more, he's done. He's got a bunch of them, actually. So he's been caught. Like, but a again, bunch of Rod, times. you act like the wildest policy is legitimate in WWE. Oh, try tell tell Roman Reigns that's not legitimate. Roman Reigns tell, got. Tell Roman Reigns that. What the biggest star in the company right now. The biggest star in the company got busted, and you mean tell me it's not legitimate? The biggest star in the company got busted on it. Uh. Uh, Randy Orton should have been fired a bunch of times, and by the second or third time, they pretty much didn't even know what to do with him anymore. That became like a giant problem. When when you have your superstar who got in trouble not once but nice but like a bunch of times, they literally sent him home. And what is it? He was off TV for two years. We people forget that he was off TV for a full year because Remember, they sent him um, home. Remember what happened in? He almost caused an international incident when they went to England because freaking he trashed his hotel room. That's, That's why that superstar. When That's why it? that. Because remember when John Cena, it was like right after WrestleMania 23 when John Cena and HBK had like that 40 something minute match. That okay. match was not supposed to go on that long, but they sent Orton home because they trashed his hotel room. He was supposed to fight Edge that night, but they sent Orton home because he trashed his hotel room. And he caused like thousands and thousands <laughs> of damage. supposed to be so, in the Radiant RKO implosion, but they sent him home. Yeah. yeah. So and that's why that it. HBK John Cena match lasted like 47 minutes long. Was because they was only supposed to go like 20 minutes and then Orton and um, Edge was supposed to battle. But since they sent Orton home, they let uh, HBK and um, Cena had to wrestle that for like 47 minutes. Because I forgot that. about that because that was, again, like I said, supposed to be the team rated RKO uh, fallout match. Because that's pretty much when they do super tag teams like that. It always results in the big match at Mania. That's the, the big payoff. <laughs> I remember Legacy. What was the big payoff? The triple threat at WrestleMania. And you're all sitting there like, that was it? 
That was the angle? That was stupid. You know what's funny? They did that match in one of the video games before it came to reality. They did. really did. It was kind of like, you know what's funny? Like, say like, um... They did a lot of that in their video games, and then they test blasted because the people took well to the video games. They're like, oh, we can do it in real life. That's why Suicide is a stupid character in Impact because it was in the stupid TNA game. You mean Matic? He has like 15 names. Whatever fucking name he goes by this week because no one watches TNA. Suicide Matic. Bring back Shark Boy. Nothing. Yeah. Hey, and that's the fishing line Shark Boy. because Shark Boy said so. Oh, One of the better yeah, characters TNA ever had was Shark Boy. Oh, uh, Shark Boy. Anybody watching the NWA pay view tomorrow or is it just me? Probably just you. I guess. I might. Well, no, I can't. I just spent, uh, nah, I, I spent a lot of money this week. Time I'm watching WA Paper Review is if Billy Corrigan, aka Smashing Pumpkins, play the intro. But... Well, I'm surprised. They got a legit good card, though. Especially you know, intro. It's going to be good seeing Kylie Ray back after, you know, like. How many months of being away? She's going to have another yeah, she's gonna be at the and then she's going to be in WA, too. Oh, will you stop? <laughs> you're horrible. You, you know, you're horrible. absolutely horrible. You know that? Her, what I'm say her, her and Terry Terrell teaming up to face Molina and Thunder Rosa. She's working heel or is... Um, Thunder Rosa. Molina's the uh, the face. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know Kylie Ray's heel or not, but she's teaming up with Terry Terrell. So. Isn't Terry Terrell a heel in NWA right now? Yeah. That makes no I sense. Like, I thought I she was in an angle with what's her name. I thought she was in an angle with Camille. Yeah, but Camille's fighting uh, Serena D for the women's title. I thought it was going to be a triple threat. Oh, no. I might have I to watch it Because Malia, because you got to remember, Thunder Rosa didn't win the match. But she and Lucita was a draw. I don't keep up with it as much as I should. It was a draw. Because I do love the nostalgic feel of it. So good. The what? Thunder Rosa signed to AEW. No, last time I checked, she's still NWA contract. She's technically under contract with NWA. She's just WA. Uh, you know, now she's challenging for the women's title in uh, AEW. And NWA. Right, she but, was but both. They had... She's still under contract. Well, they're doing a lot of crossovers. That's that, all those episodes there was... we've done. So AEW made a deal with NWA that because they weren't on TV, they get to borrow some of the wrestlers to give them wrestling time. Some of the guys went for it. Some of them did it. So if you noticed, a lot of them are the mid-card guys. All the top billers... Remember, Impact AEW doesn't have a lot of money. So who they get? The mid card guys. Who did they? Who didn't they get? They didn't get Nick. They didn't get the. Uh, they didn't get the U.S. champions, and they didn't get like a lot of the guys. They got a lot of like, mid carders. Yeah, they didn't get Pope. Impact, they didn't get Cradles or Stevens. Impact was a TV deal because if you look at it, three wrestlers from Impact uh, from Impact went to AEW, and three wrestlers from AEW went to Impact. It wasn't a great thing, but it was a TV deal. But it, exactly, it was like a TV trade. Exactly. Right. So that's what it. That's what it is. And it's, someone's it's gonna basic. say, "Oh, you're wrong. Look at the writing on the wall and who made, who exactly. was on TV during that time." It's. What do you think of what both companies have been doing with New Japan? You know, AEW and Impact. New Japan is a different kind of deal, but I like what they're doing. It, like, um. It wasn't right now, but yeah, there's a lot of turmoil right now going on in New Japan. Things aren't exactly rosy over there right now either. Well, New Japan well, is getting Cons- slammed. Because of the newest COVID outbreak, because unfortunately in Japan, with their population, they don't have the same access to the vaccines that we do. So that's right. why no, that's why yeah. things aren't so good. That's why even Dominion's card on Monday is for me like, and Dominion's like my favorite event of the year, and that's like the one I look forward to. It's kind of a 
lackluster, almost disappointing card because it's the same people wrestling going over and over again because they're the only ones available. You got to remember that 90% of New Japan are Gaijins and they all are back home. Right. That's right. why you're seeing the same people. Uh, David, uh, uh, David Finley versus Jay White. Isn't that supposed to happen? And it looks like they buried that. We'll see. Because, because of the COVID. They, so, they ain't know Jay White gave Rona. I thought Jay White had Rona. Right. What, what they'll do also, with Jay White and, and David Finley is either one of two things. Either they'll, because I heard both of them had COVID actually. I, I think they both oh, had Okay. I know. I was going to say, I know. I heard Jay White did. I think Finley had it too. And that's why I don't really see, that's why Finley hasn't done much on Impact either. Well, he lost. Well, they lost the titles too in Impact. So yeah. they, who did they lose them to? I, I, like I said, I don't watch Impact like that. Rhino Adoran, Rhino cashed in his Koya shot trophy. Oh, uh, okay. Ago. So, but anyway, going back to my thought, yeah, like I think what? Jay White had COVID, so he's probably home quarantining, or they're probably he's probably resistant to go back to Japan with the state of Japan. So if they do anything with Finley and Jay White, it'll probably be on strong if they even do anything on strong. Of Moxley because a U.S. title still sitting in the U.S. right now, and everyone went back to Japan mm-hmm. after so. after Moxley. In Japan, they they allowed him to bring the title back. Yeah, they finally at first they weren't allowing that. I was surprised, right. I was surprised when they did that. Right, because because they need they need a TV rating. So if they're not going to have a bunch of matches in Japan, and a lot of the U.S. Well, a lot of the U.S. wrestlers can't American go back guys, and forth. They're use strong as their ratings play. Exactly. Correct. That's why, if you notice, they're really starting to build strong up and want to have their like Americanized side of right. Japan, which is funny. If they you watch New Japan, America. strong. If you right. watch strong. It doesn't come off like a New Japan show at all. But people, people are going to get a kick out of this one now because if the rumors are true and WWE has made a deal with New Japan, right? Moxley yeah. can come back into WWE ring. He could. Yep. If the rumors are true, I mean, not, not you're right. Been... He could work. That could work. Yeah. He could work both. Yeah. Right now wrestler. it's just yeah. Right now it's just rumors, but it's, I but, thought but, Tony's Khan squashed those rumors. No. Not with Japan. No. Oh. Not with WWE in New Japan, no. No. Who who's gonna who who are they listen to more? A company that's been around for like I don't know fifty years of their lifespan. Yeah, I get what you're saying. A company just two or three years to a company to Shane McMahon creating an on-demand uh channel for well, Japan and China. Who are they gonna? I mean. Yeah, I get you. Again, rock- again, on a big business level, honestly, you don't know what to believe because no one knows anything. Again, we don't know anything. We yeah, know we're here, and we don't know the full story. But the point is that, again, I love AEW, but on a big name, big business level, the, the New Japan and WWE is the big business transaction, not AEW New Japan. It's a great partnership, but it's not the big business partnership. Well, aren't they planning on doing like an uh, NXT Japan too? That was a, rumored. Again, that's yeah. all. It's all rumored. It's the same way they've been discussing it in NXT India for years, and it's still right. Fruition. Well, they do. NXT India is still happening. They're still training. You see a lot of the uh, yeah, um, well, the Instagram post every show. Yeah, and which was awesome. I'm excited for that. Yeah. And you know that the reason why they're not utilizing Jinder Mahal is because eventually they're going to send him there for that, and he's going to be the the focal point of that. The same way. I, I, also, heard, I also heard. I also heard that like um, him and Drew about the star feuding gender. No, they're probably. <laughs> team for a hot minute if if they feud it that's probably the worst idea to feud ginger mahal and drew mcintyre when you're killing both band, it does no good for any, either of them correct if, if they're going with that route for gender it, it gives him no credibility you need you need to make if you're going to make gender the poster like the focal point of an nxt india you can't make him look weak he's got to put everybody over going into india yeah you he, can't he, have him also fight drew mcintyre right, but if they do it, they botch. 
Yeah, but if they do that, WWE will hurt Drew McIntyre's credibility and on the bandwagon of three-man band when you have Heath Slater come in and they played the three-man band song when Drew McIntyre finally won the WWE title. And if you if you do that, you hurt you hurt a possible tag team setup or any type of thing. When you put when you hurt the tag team division like that, you hurt ratings and you hurt the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I actually got- heard that before Jinder got hurt, he was set for a major push last year before he got hurt. Right, but going through Drew McIntyre to go get Bobby Lashley or whoever is the other champion will okay. hurt. Will just hurt it. Will, will just hurt even more. No, if you true. have a faction, go through everyone but Drew McIntyre, and he becomes that one untouchable. He's like the one friend who's like part of NATO, but you don't go near him. No, exactly. no I, I agree with you, but unfortunately, the WWE writers won't agree with you. Yeah, um, and if okay, they do I that, have my opinions about WWE writers are freaking idiots, but that's just my personal opinion, and that's are. why. We're that's why Jay is the- not watching Raw and SmackDown anymore, Mister. I don't watch Raw and SmackDown anymore because I'm getting pissed off watching it. Remember, AEW has no storyline, so they can't even leave the country to go you, to go know, do a storyline. Do they don't have a storyline. What do you call everything that's been going on? Like the heat between Miro and Kip, which started the whole wedding, which was happened. the best friends. Just but happened. these are stories, though. But how can you say there are no storylines when there are actually stories going on? There's. When you have it's, it's different matches kind of and you have the pay per view, when there's no build. I get where both of you are coming from, and I'm actually agreeing with both of you and kind of congruently because, <laughs> like, it there is storytelling, but it's not storytelling yeah. in the way that like it should be for what they're trying to okay. be. Like, like AW is so because because of who's running it, you have the Bucks and Omega running right. it, and you have guys whose careers are known for making their stories out of their matches. Their matches tell their stories. Their hype and their promos don't tell their stories. It's their matches that tell their stories. Mm-hmm. And they're also good for like, TV. Even Those Cody stories Rhodes are good for TV. Teeters on that. Cody yeah. Rhodes is probably the best entertainment storyteller of all of them because of his, his legacy and his experience. But, but even Cody's stuff kind of teeters on that. It's still the matches tell the stories more than like the promo and the interviews and all that stuff. It's, it's, it is storytelling. So it is storytelling. And there is a story going on still with the Nightmare Factory versus the Factory. But they're not doing it in an entertainment style way. Like, again, you guys got to remember, a company like New Japan is a sports company. WWE is an entertainment company. New Japan guys are wrestlers. WWE guys are entertainers. Entertainers, superstars, yeah. You know, and, and, and AEW is kind of in the middle. They're trying to do the entertainment thing. But the way they're running it, they're letting their they're still focusing more on the wrestling where you have the hype of the promo, but the wrestling tells a story where what Ash is saying is that they don't tell stories because they don't have that build up the way WWE does the build up. That's what I think he means. If I'm wrong, yeah. please cut me off. No, no, you know, you're absolutely right. Because what AEW is good at, if you want to watch it on t- their TV stories, great, perfect. But when it comes to pay-per-view and they go from like match to match, I'm so confused of Who's in the main event? And two people I never heard of. The fact that you had Orange Cassidy, Kenny Omega, and I forget who the third person was Pac. for pay-per-view. Uh, Pac. They, Pac. Pac. There was no build. Pac was been on TV for a while. All of a sudden, he's was part. the old w, the early '90s WCW. So remember they had the power rankings in yeah. WCW? That's what it is. Because right. They were the top two ranked contenders. It's oh, let's have a match, and that's your story. Right. It's the but competition is the story. Right. So there story, was, but but to Jay's point, it is a story. It's yeah, like an entertaining, compelling story, but it's 
a story in its own right. Right. And granted, you're starting it on the pay-per-view. You should start it on TV for the greater build on the pay-per-view to have a great finish to it. Now, Ash, I'm surprised also that you haven't noticed, or maybe you did just in bringing it up, that the way AEW does their stories, especially bringing in the impact, it reminds me, I don't know about you, but it reminds me of like comic books when they do those annual, you know, like the invasions where every comic book, you have to buy every comic book because it connects to a story. You mean the crossovers? Crossovers. Well, I see that with like, when you watch Dark into Dark Elevation to Dynamite, they kind of go together, even some of the stuff on BTE and then the crossovers with Impact. It's like I'm reading a comic book. It's like I'm that I have to buy all the books for the story to make sense. That's what it feels like. Sort of. But comic book writing is a little bit detailed. These aren't detailed. When 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 your action sequence in a comic book is like a nice straight cross hook and your imp, your AEW wrestler can't even do a right hook, let alone can't even can't even do a drop kick. So there's a huge difference between storylines and stuff. This isn't like Ninja Turtles and Batman. This isn't where... uh, Justice League meets Power Rangers in the comic books, which I'm going to see if I can find it because I think I have it. Right. I, I got to start going props, guys. I have it somewhere as well, too. Yeah, it, I, I got one of these it... comic. An ex-girlfriend of mine bought me this uh, comic book box, and uh, it came right. in it. You like, actually have that is, DVD, Ninja Turtles meet oh, Batman. Yep, I actually got Power that Power Rangers Justice League. Yes. There Sweet. it is. But, but this is basically what we're getting a wrestling when you get like the whole crossover shit if it's done right. Hold on a second. Have you that, read it or are you going to leave it in its sleeve? I've read it. It's it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's all right. It's it's cheesy. It's basically the Power Rangers basically get sucked into the uh, DC universe basically. Right. And if you want and, and if you want something like interesting is the fact that that's all WWE writers right there too because Boom is Studios actually, is I'm under WWE. What was the name of Power Rangers company? Uh, Sinclair? Sedan. Or? Sedan, or Sedan. Sedan. So uh, did they Saban. get the Saban, rights right, Saban. Sedan is the No, at this point in time they're under Nickelodeon so they had to get the rights from Nickelodeon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, so. well, this, I don't, I don't know who wrote this but I know this was presented by uh, Nerdblock because that was the that's comic from. Book. Uh, so the Power Rangers lines from Boom Studios, and then you have they have the same, similar same there, one. There you go, right there, right there, bro. There it is. The cover. He has, he's got now, the movie. Ninja I got the book. What company the book? is is Ninja Turtles now DC? No, this is IDW. This is the smaller apparel company of Marvel, and this is DC. What he had was Boom Studios, which is the small company for DC with actual DC products. You All right, so how did they get the rights to Batman then? Crossovers. 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 They make a quick deal. Two companies working together, kind of like uh, AW and uh, Impact. Impact. This started yeah. back in 19, <laughs> I believe, 1994 to 1996, where the federal government got involved to create a third-party company to have the infamous Marvel versus DC. And after that, it became a thing. You do realize what's funny. It's like when I, if you have read any of the Marvel versus DC books, and I don't mean the comics, I mean like the legit wars that's right. gone on between them. It's kind of funny, like it reminds me of the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, it's, except they made it even. <laughs> except Marvel and DC even down it was the middle. Balanced. Again, I was thinking about the Stigs. Actually, I had my uh, my Justice League shirt on. I was thinking I was getting ready for work, so I'm like, who would win in the, 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 the core like group of um, the Avengers and the core group of the Justice League? And I actually had it pretty much even. 
Right. Because I, I figured either Iron Man would Thor or Thor would finally kill off Superman because it would either be that somehow Tony Stark would be involved either way. It would be Tony Stark's suit would be of kryptonite and it would kill Superman. Or he would or Tony Stark would help Thorne put, you know, kryptonite on the hammer and would kill Superman that way. They're you the think only two Thor that... could injure him because actually, Thor is a god. Thor so do you think he could injure him? Thor, Thor would actually beat him hands down just based on the because hammer. Because of a god alone. like that. Yeah, makes sense too. Because he is yeah. a god and he has the hammer and lightning. So Superman's uh, also, which they never talked about, was Superman was also Didn't vulnerable Hulk to lightning. Superman, they what were happened? tied. They were tied. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, if Doomsday Hulk. was able to beat Superman without Kryptonite, Thor could probably beat Superman without well, Kryptonite. Well, didn't, Hulk... didn't Doomsday tie? Didn't him and Superman tie? No, Doomsday killed Superman. Doomsday killed yeah. Superman. Then, I thought they killed each other. Doomsday, Doomsday killing Superman. You know, the I know, cover but then, where, I thought they, uh, I thought they killed each other. Arms, that, was yeah, Superman, they, that was Doomsday. Yeah, I know, but then so, they killed each they killed no, each that, other, though, didn't they? Then Superman comes back. Superman comes back and then kills Doomsday. So he hits his new level. Almost like Dragon Ball Z. He levels up to a whole new level. Then he goes and kills Doomsday and right. destroys Doomsday. Oh, so Doomsday won round before. one and then Superman took round two. Oh, I always right. thought like they that. killed each oh, other. Oh, and you know what? Totally ripped that oh, off man. in wrestling yeah. when yeah. Cody Rhodes beat Luke Harper, Brody Lee, for the yeah. TV title. TNT title where he bleached dyed his hair black because that was supposed to symbolize the death of Superman. It was supposed to be that fucking angle. He turned yeah, that as an angle. Hey, yeah. speaking of storytelling, there's like your best storytelling of like entertainment. That and David then he did. dyed his hair blonde again and he I looks want, like, he like a Super Saiyan. I want Cody and Nick to go for one more title run for the NWA title. We already saw us one in one. It's already one in one. Right. And I think they shouldn't have it in an AEW ring or an NWA right. ring. I think they should do it in a New Japan ring. That would be different. I'd be into take that. my money. I'm down. I'd be into that. That'd be amazing. Take my money. I'm down. I take. I would take. I would take that. But I'm not gonna lie. Though, speaking of that, there are a lot of people who are saying that you know there's a good chance Murdoch could be freaking oldest tomorrow. Murdoch's hot right now. I don't know if you guys been paying attention to AWA or not, but there are a lot of people who believe Murdoch can possibly be oldest tomorrow. I don't see why not. He's been around for he's been around for years. He 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 knows the business. I mean, shoot, the man was a former tag team champion for WWE and is a former US champion for the NWA. He he knows how to carry he knows how to carry a company and be a leader. That's the other thing though, too. If you want to see a wrestler, look at who can be a leader in and out of the ring. A lot of these guys are not that they're not the guys to like literally follow. Like, would you follow most of these guys like out of the ring? Would you like follow them into their careers or where they're going for? That's where you find the 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 true superstars, the true champions in wrestling. Yeah, who who are you gonna be invested in company to company? Yeah, like if Nick left NWA, would you watch him in WWE or would you Probably watch not. him in NWA? I mean, in uh, AEW. Well, or would you watch him in Impact? It, well, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I he think was, it, he was pretty good at Impact. He was decent at Impact. I mean, you was gonna was say he may go back to champion. Impact. Right, he, he was the did first do, British world champion. Right, so he did. He did win the TNA World Heavyweight Title, so that's one. He's currently NWA champion. In that's the second reign. Right. Honestly, I'd rather see him in Ring of Honor and have honest matches in Ring of Honor. I feel like that's a better fit for him than, you know, going to either. Because again, Nick Aldis is more of a wrestler's wrestler. He's not like to me an entertainment guy. Yeah, he's, he's that not technical. a guy that you're gonna he's... see do an angle and cut a promo. He's like, he's going to be that guy. Like I want to wrestle the best in the world. I want to have a good challenge and a good fight. I'm not, I don't care about the, the begrudging somebody. I don't care that they 
or hitting on oh. my girl. Like you don't care about that. He okay. Wants to- so here's the thing: Could you see Nick wrestling against Jericho for the NWA title or Kenny Omega? Or could you see Nick? I can see him and Jericho wrestle. At it. I can see. It. I can see Omega and uh, wrestle all this or, too. Or could you see him in WWE wrestle Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins? I see the first one, not the latter. Yeah, I don't, I don't okay. see that. You don't see that. I think he didn't. He tried it. You want to know why? You want to know why you wouldn't see the second one? I was just reading about this. Apparently, him and Bruce Pritchett have heat with each other, so you know Pritchett wouldn't get him pushed. Okay. Because apparently what happened was, like, right after they, like, you know, EY beat him for the um, championship, they're trying to renegotiate his contract. Right. And what Pritchett was trying to do was give him three more years back the same amount of money. And uh, all this is like, hold on, you're trying to think that three years, I'm going to be worth the same amount of money um, then as I am now? So then he went to Dixie about it. Mm-hmm. And Pritchett got mad that he went over his head and went to Dixie about it. And they had, they exchanged words. And to this day, they, they still don't like each other. But, so Bruce all these... but, but Bruce Pritchard's made a career out of that because Bruce Pritchard's the kind of guy that. Right? I'm just saying, yeah, if you go to WWE, he's yeah, running exactly. So if, if all this gets set to Raw, you'll be lucky if you see all this on main event. Right. And, and it'll probably be like what's, what the what the current Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, Bobby Rhodes is going through right now, former champions. Of right. Japan and actually NXT, and the other one being a former champion for TNA and also NXT, and they still haven't seen a world heavyweight bout since. They haven't. They, they, they're they're stuck in the mid cards. They're just they're right. you don't want Nick Aldis on ROH anyway. Why's that? Do you, do you really want that uh, code of honor required asshole calling his match? Oh God! Will you stop? I'm going to talk like this. Oh and then God, I'm going to be you, mad because oh the bad guy is breaking the rules. Will you stop? I hate that's actually, pretty, that's actually a very good Ian Riccoboni. I'm going to... Code of honor required, or whatever that's he said. That's what he does, though. Like, I hear it. Then we're going to go is. and talk Ian like Riccoboni this. is like the bipolar ring announcer. I cannot stand him. It, it, it's yeah. like watching more of an light. Right. Oh my God! Don't get me started on Ronaldo. You mean with I actually like Ronaldo, culture, You mean with his pop culture references? I like. I actually like Ronaldo, though. I got everybody like whatever. I actually like Ronaldo. So I, uh, I mean, yeah, the pop culture references. He has a passion for the business. My favorite of all time is still Mike Adamley. Oh God! Uh, ew! What? Hey, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a mark for Jeff Harvey. All right. Oh my god, you guys Actually, you guys laughed, but there was a match on WWF Superstars like 1993 where he actually was Jeff Harvey. So he really wasn't wrong. Oh my god. Was, uh, just what bring back Todd Pettengale. That's all ma- I care about. Just bring back hash- Todd Pettengale. You um, probably did, um, did you, did you might want to watch um, NXT in your house because he's hosting it if you want Todd Pettengale. In your house, oh. What um what was that thing called? Adam Lee original? Yeah, yeah, the original. Yeah, great. I love that. Great GM. Great GM. Oh yeah. Almost as good as the anonymous one under the ring named Hornswoggle. Oh god. <laughs> oh, how about Brad Maddox as Brad the GM? Great. He was fantastic. No, I'm good. No, we're gonna tell we're gonna tell me next and you was happy with people power next. 
You got to go with the best one ever, People Power, Johnny. Oh, I, I, I knew it. I, knew, I was Johnny laryngitis. Oh, speaking of uh, about his rival in uh, his storylines and comic books. Yes, I was gonna say, Mr. CM Punk. I thought Cena was more of his rival too. Well, Cena is the one who ended his GM career. Well, it was both of them actually, because it wasn't until it wasn't until CM Punk mentioned his brother on TV, really and then John a- Cena put the icing on the cake. So, yeah, you know, pipe pipe bomb her around the world, and then John Cena just went, "You forget what what CM Punk told you." Yeah, you're still a nobody, bro. You're still on your brother's coattails. No, I, I would no, I would never forget that when they had that um match. I forgot what pay-per-view it was. I think it was um over the over the uh, limit, twenty right. uh twelve. And he put the headset on him. He's like, Oh hey Booker, how you doing? And Lauren I was like, Fine time, fine time, fine time. That crap had me crying laughing. Oh man. <laughs> I was actually at that pay-per-view, too, when he beat Laronitis, and um, when he beat Big Show and ended Laronitis. I was actually at that pay-per-view in Jersey. So, Todd over here travels to all the shows, to travel to all these wrestling events. Uh, RJ, man, what are you up to, man? Rob's just everywhere. I know. Well, dude, I've been, you know, I've been uh, living my my life, Uh, man. If I lived in Florida, if I lived in Florida, I would be at AEW Arena once a month if I could get if I could buy tickets. I'll pro- well, well, if I'm Florida, able to, I'll go to AEW all the time. What about I'm NXT? Go you know, I'd go to Orlando. I'd go, I would, I would, I would, I would buy. Can't be an arena yet. No, I would. I would be like every other every other event I went to. Either be at NXT or AEW. No, no, NXT is still doing their. I mean, truthfully, yeah, man. Now that now that I'm vaccinated, I'll probably go. To yeah, uh, Jacksonville, now. see a match. I'll probably go. Yeah, next time we better see pictures of Mr. J over here. You know, at the next AEW event, you know, taking pictures. I, I would love you know, to. You're gonna get the actual foot of Radio J with every uh, Britt Baker. Every no, he, he do with the card. Totally no, it's that. with the cardboard cutout or or the shrine wall that they have. Like, <laughs> walk into the arena. Question is, how am I going to react when I see Rio? Oh, Jesus Christ! Jay, you're just still mad that yes. uh, Rio turned you down for that date or something. Basically, I've never seen I somebody hate like on Rio. a woman's wrestler. I don't like the character no of Rio. Other than you, I've never seen somebody hate on a woman's wrestler for no reason aside from you. The way you hate on basically, her. I told you why. Because of what she did to Britt Baker. Oh, character. Here we go. Character. Character. That's, that's the character. Like I said, if I saw Rio in real life, I'd probably hang out with her or whatever. But the fan does not like her. Please don't make a dentist appointment to go see her. Please don't ah! see that person. <laughs> he, he, do he do it too. He would do it too. And then he's going to be better at Burt Baker because she turned around the same way Rio did. Ah! No, it'll probably be it'll probably be somebody else like cleaning the teeth because this because this fool walks in with a Burt Baker shirt and I'm going nope nope get someone else to clean, clean this guy's teeth. No, I wouldn't do that. So, so he'd be, be a Mark. Yeah, I love I was leaving Tampa. And I, re- I remember I that leave- I have this crappy comic too. I'm at it. Oh, sweet. But I just, well, before I forget, I got to say this. I was coming home from Tampa in February, um, visiting my friends in Tampa. And I realized Britt Baker's office was on, probably on the way home. I was thinking about stopping by, but then I'm like, you know what? 
I don't have an appointment. It's she, it's a real job. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be that fan. I, mean, I could use the teeth cleaning. I'm screwed. I got to go to a periodontist. My gums are fine. I finally I did go to a dentist hey, after hey, you can't four get years. Quit. I know a good do- a dentist named Isaac Yankum will hook you up in no time. Yeah, okay. Oh boy, Glenn Jacobs, my guy. Glenn you could probably go to Winter Park. You live closer to Winter Park than I do, Rod. I got a, I got a guy, I got a girl that clean your teeth. It just won't be great. It'd just be out of the corner somewhere, yeah. but you know. Please don't uh, do that ever, please God. I, 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 have, I, watch... so I was looking through my old VHS of wrestling. I think this, this one of them has a, a Isaac Yankovic. Oh yeah, it does. So I have a gem VHS. I'm going to point out. Yes, let we're me talking see, let me about because uh, we're talking collectors, and we brought Isaac Yankum. There is 1,000% a Bret Hart versus Isaac Yanka match on this VHS. I the saw one, that match, by the way, live. It was one where, where Jerry Lawler was in the thing on one top, and he had the nose. The the yeah, I'm pretty the, sure I saw Isaac Yankum wrestle Bret Hart in a live match in Nassau Coliseum, and I remember being disappointed because he didn't have the blonde hair. Well, yeah, and then also they botched the match on TV that they – that actually ended up happening on the live show and it never happened again. The, the, the video of this is a gem because it's the one where Lawler has the nosebleed. Also random on this, the in-your-house casket match between Undertaker and Mabel. Yep. By the way, we were talking about amazing matches now. Oh, yeah. So that was, was uh, wasn't that supposed to be, uh, I forgot, what, the December in-your-house. I forgot. What was that? that was, it was a December order. It's December 95. It was... Yeah. Yep. So I'm gonna go down this. I'm gonna go down this uh, entire list of most amazing matches because, in hindsight, I don't think any of these matches are actually any good. Is that the match where he crushed his face? No. 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 That no. Was like that happened was, on the road. That, that. That, that, that was roar. after that. was the retribution where he got the urn back when Kama turned it into the chain. Yeah. And you just hear all, Paul Bearer the whole time. They are. They are. The whole match. It's the whole match. That's a good Paul Bearer, by the way. <laughs> Right so, after now, call you Chucky Bearer. Right. So, this match, this tape has ridiculous matches on it. It has the grudge match between Razor Moon and the One Two Three Kid. I'm pretty sure it was a crybaby match. Oh wow! Funny match, but not actually a good oh, match. No, no, but it that was, was stupid. Bret Hart versus cool. Jerry the King Lawler. I'm pretty sure it was a kiss by foot match. Funny match, but not a good match. That was when Bret Hart was a Bret Hart like covered his feet with something, and Jerry the King Lawler had to like eat it. I think it was covered. Yeah, in thing. Yeah. yeah, it was basically Jerry Lawler trying to emulate. No, he made foot. him eat his own foot. Right. He made him kiss his own foot. Yeah, he made him kiss his own foot. And the whole promo was him after right. it was him in the backstage. But this was after. But this was after the pay-per-view. This was okay. So going back to that one, there was a botch match. Originally, it was supposed to be. Remember, it was um, right. it was the Kings match, or whatever. The Hart family versus Shawn Michaels and the, and, the, and the Knights and the Knights or whatever. Or it was Shawn Michaels and it was like Dwight oh, yeah. the Clown and like everything else. Then it turned into a botch match where it was Jerry the King. Law- it was Jerry the King Lawler. It was so messed up. It became. It, it changed from Shawn Michaels to Jerry the King Lawler. To the, the other way around. Out. The other way around. It wound, oh, you're talking about 93 Survivor Series where it was Shawn Michaels with the Knights. Yeah. Shawn yeah, Michaels. and remember it they had to do that last Lawler, minute I think Lawler was injured with Michaels. Or whatever. Yeah. They had to do that last minute thing with Michaels. 
you know, so insulting bad. his family just to make the oh, match no, work. I'm, I'm thinking about the the uh, Jerry the King Lawler and his little mini me. Oh, and it was Doink the Clown, oh, like his mini me oh, okay. against the four Doinks. I remember that. Yeah, that was Survivor Series '94. Thinks. Yeah, Doinks Doink, and Thinks. Wink, pink, D- and Dink, Wink and Pink. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Let's see what else. That was Undertaker funny. Mabel Casket match, which you discussed, was on that. Not a good match. The the story told in that match, but again, going back to storytelling, is that. It actually had a fucking story. Yes. As stupid as it was, it was a fucking story. He stole the Undertaker's arm, turned it into a chain, and wore it as a necklace. And then, well, that's Kama, though. You said that's Mabel. Kama. Yeah. Uh, Mabel's different. But, no, but it was Mabel but, after but, King of the Ring. But, but but somehow Mabel had gotten the chain earned in that. Was that it? All right. Yeah, because somehow time... Mabel was wound up with the chain earned. Was that the time Godfather or Kama got injured and they had to finish the storyline? I, story think, I, think, like I think so. I think so. It was like late 95. Asked him when they had a chance. I remember oh, Mabel, so. when he busted out the for Hibbles, he literally almost got fired for it. Yeah. Hell, and after also, uh, someone slammed five, he almost got fired. Is tape. What is it? Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Henry O. Godwin in a hog pen match. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah, I saw yes. that one. Yes. I remember that one. And, and the yes. other gem of this tape. It had top secret codes and strategy tips from WrestleMania, the arcade game. Oh, yeah, yes. I love that game. I had that game, too. I had I it for PS1. Had but it if you guys want to know where that. wrestling really got ruined for me as a fan, I'm going to bring this one. I'm going to tell the story now. Okay. This Can't is a of a VHS. This probably goes for a lot of money, or it goes for nothing. WrestleMania 2. Hogan. Good. What? This was actually a good pay-per-view. It was actually a great pay-per-view. Actually, the Hogan Bundy match was actually a really good match, but that's the match that also exposed wrestling for me. And I'm about to ruin fandom for everybody. So, people out there, here, I'm sorry. here we go with this story. You probably know this, but let's I, do I, it I anyway. I told the story, but I don't think Hash has heard this story. I probably told you guys this story in passing. So, so we all have seen the Hulk Hogan. First off, out. first off, before you get to that, what, what was on the card? Because I'm kind of okay. I, so, I we're going down the card. Part. Okay. So, yeah. this is the one where they had the big battle royal with all the NFL guys. Uh-huh. I'm going to move away from the phone for a minute, you guys. All right, when Jay gets back, I'll tell the full story, but I'll run down the oh, car. tell it now. I can hear you. I just oh, have to walk to the it. other side of the room. All right, all right. So this is also the three event, the three arena WrestleMania. Okay. So the main event in Los Angeles Sports Arena was Hulk and Bundy. The mm-hmm. Chicago Rosemont Horizon was the big battle royal with Andre the Giant and the Hart Foundation, all the NFL guys. That was a whole William the Refrigerator Perry, uh, Big John Studd, you know, the whole, like, the year after the Super Bowl shuffle and all that bullshit, you know, Rod's favorite fucking song on the planet. Oh, my God, that's a degenerate. And also Nassau Coliseum had um, oh, had one matches, too. So the main event was um, Roddy Piper and uh, Mr. T for that one. Oh, the boxing match. Yes. Yes. Roddy Piper threw the stool and then became a baby face, like, the week after that. So other matches, and I forget which card matches were on which card. Um, I'm gonna try and remember them the best I can as I run down them. It's been a while. Oh, yeah, this is the three card. WrestleMania. This so is the, the IC title match was Macho Man Georgie Animal Steel, and I'm pretty sure that was at the Coliseum. Um, I believe um, it was a tag title match: the British Bulldogs against uh, the Dream Team, Hammer and um, Brutus, and I think yeah. the Bulldogs won the belt the first time. I believe that was one of the bigger matches, Chicago. Mr. Wonderful and um, Don Morocco, I think, was the first match of the Nassau Coliseum card. Uh, the Funk Brothers, Dory Funk and Terry Funk against Tito oh, Santana and Junkyard Dog. That was in Los Angeles. Okay. Um, 
Corporal Kircher and Nikolai Volkov, which I believe was in Chicago, mm-hmm. which is where Blassie fucked up and threw the cane and Kirchner intercepted and beat Volkov in like two minutes. Yeah. Uncle Elmer and uh, Adrian Adonis, and that was in Los Angeles. And I believe it was um, Velvet McIntyre and um, Mula in Chicago, and it was um, like a three second match. It was so, think, what was so. What was the but what happened with the bun? Tell oh, the, the story. Botch, now so it was in the Hulk Hogan bunny match. We've all before we say that we've all seen this match, right? The cage, yes, you yes. know, the spot in the match where Hogan throws Bundy into the cage and he starts bleeding. Yes, on this VHS because WWE has edited it since on the network because I've watched it on the network. They edit the camera angle, so they oh, botched right. the camera angle on this VHS. Though they botched the angle where when he gets thrown into the cage, you see Heenan slice him open. And he starts bleeding, and that's where wrestling got ruined for me. <laughs> I remember, I, I remember, I remember hearing that story. That's gold, brother. That that's is gold. gold. Because the fact that the camera angle had switched and you see him with the blade and just go yeah. real quick, like a quick slash. I remember. It was like it wasn't. How like, much can he get for it, Hash? I don't know. The, it's all in the eyes of the collectors. Remember, yeah. collecting is. I have no idea what this is worth. I'm not selling it. It is a gem of a VHS. I just I bought that at my local blockbuster when I was like 10, and I've hung on to it ever since. I, again, again, I got to like play foos. I don't even know these even play anymore. Yes, oh, they play. Figure out a way. Don't make them play. I, I mean, I do have a VHS player in my room. Like that's not even being funny. I actually do have one, so I could probably still. I still got can one. You change your DVD, camera angle. VCR that's a little weird. Actually, I do have. Can you change your camera angle? It's a little weird. Bro. Come on, bro. Me? Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> what? I wanted people to see my shirt. What was so weird? You didn't see the shirt. You saw your, like, bottom area. Oh. No, you don't. You, you, you don't see the shirt. You just see the bottom of your shirt, which is nothing designed on it. Whatever. What are you wearing? It was the shirt like you were wearing Styles. anyway. Oh, it's an AJ Styles shirt. No one yeah. knows you're wearing AJ Styles shirt. Like that's you can tell, he's I was wearing a Wolverine full... oh. I'm I'm shirt. I'll see that I'm wearing a Brian Cage shirt, even though it looks like Weapon X because I'm a big X. I, I didn't see Brian Cage right away either, so so that's why I put it down because I figured that's I'm why trying to get... it says Brian Cage has a right hand corner of it, you know, yep. with the S Swolver. Well, duh, I see that now. I have to get a new phone case anyway. The stand broke. Stand broke. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this is all on my laptop, so I'm doing like the good uh, angles. Actually, yeah, my kid I think helped break the back of it. Actually, it's either me or her. So it's one of us broke it. I don't know. Anyway, that's yeah, not important. but that was just a good story that I wanted to tell the world because I think that's crazy that they actually because that was before they edited. Because if you watch it, because even if you play the Legends of WrestleMania video game. That's yeah. a spot in the game that you have to do the objective, and they fuck it up there too, and they tweak the camera. It was you know they can't. Saw... Well, yeah, they put on the video game. They try to keep it. I was at that. I think it was the, the FTW show, or it was a VPW show. It was an indie show, and I saw the guy actually cutting himself in this hard hardcore match. I've seen that. I, I saw it's... him. Turn around just to cut himself. You could see it as clear yeah, as day. It's not even like those little bullshit rares. It's like the legitimate like box cutters. That's what Bobby Heenan used. Like the one of those like like ones with the handles. Like that's what he used to cut them. It was like a legitimate box cutter. But uh, that's what they did back then. Yeah, now it's still a little different. Last time I saw a blade get exposed in a match, I forget what it was. It was one of like I think it was a Hell in the Cell match with Cena. He did the uh, AA and the blade fell out of his pocket. You see the record? Oh nope, you see that? 
Yeah, yeah, Rod. but picked it up. Of course, Rod's favorite John Cena would botch a uh, blade spot. I'm like, come fight that over there. <laughs> you think well, John Cena wasn't getting... a good blade guy. John Cena wasn't good when you bloodied him up. It didn't look good for him, and that's why they quickly stopped it, which was good. John Cena wasn't that guy. How about now, when you see guys bleeding on, on camera, you think that's like, you think that's planned or do you think that's actually happening? You know Whatever who gets bloodied a lot? To be honest, Cody. Cody gets bloodied a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to be no, AEW is on pur- AEW is on purpose. If you watch the last fight, I think, what was it? The, the, the two cage one. And when the guys got like started bleeding, was because a go go got uh, a go go is the one who was bleeding actually. It was a go go. got busted too. On, um, but you board, actually man. saw the blade. You actually saw like the guy pick up the blade and actually cut the guy. So WWE is the only one that won't do the cutting anymore. If it naturally happens in a match, they'll let it go. Remember when um, Sasha was... Banks hit with her with her hair, or whatever, and they left the mark. Yeah. They kept it there, like that was real. Reality, like. They're trying to go backwards where they're not trying to force the blood. If you force the blood, it's not a good match. If you force too much blood, remember, they're trying to build a kid's product. Kids ain't going to buy blood. No, like when Or Orton got busted because it was because Lesnar legit beat him hard way. Yeah. And he what about when Jericho and Batista did it? They got in trouble. Because Jericho he, tells because, that story. Because they because weren't Batista supposed was, to do it and it was and it was clearly fake and exaggerated. Yeah, and on top of that did it and he was told not to do it and that's was, this was at the beginning of the PG era so bad decision on Batista but the moral of that story is is that Batista took it upon himself to cut himself or was it cut Jericho I forgot what it was but then he paid but he paid for everyone's fine not only he had that fine he paid Jericho's and he paid the ref's fine yeah good guy good guy Batista is that's what Jericho put him over but do you think Batista's going to make the switch to AEW and go back and bleeding was real. I doubt it. Back and bleeding was real, guys. That was real. That was an accident. Best accident. It was an accident. Yeah. Um, what is it? His head hit the railing and it cut him and it became the best accident to ever happen for WWE for, for him and for Bret Hart. Because that was WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania yeah, 13. Yeah. This, this VHS has to be gold. This is a gem. Right, and that's because a face he made when he was in the uh, shirt. He passed out. This was right. the face he made right before he passed out. Right, yeah. and it's actually true though. That was the actual finish, but that finish would never would have happened if he didn't have the blood on his face. He was supposed to pass out from all the pain, and Brett changed the angle because Brett was smart. Yeah, Brett. Brett changed the finish, and Brett made him look good because that was Brett's job. Because you know, at the time. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bret Hart were doing feuds and you know Bret Hart who is a big story guy wanted to build it up so when the match happened Bret Hart mid-match changed the angle to still make sure Stone Cold Steve Austin looks good Stone Cold brings that match up all the time that Bret made him look good yeah he did that was was the double made him a star that night he made Stone Cold that night that is the match that made Stone Cold you you tell me any match that made him leading up to that and yeah. speaking that was Brett, the, start, the first start where you were like, Stone Cold is the new guy. Yeah, that was the start. Speaking of Brett, yeah. his biography's coming tomorrow. His biography's on tomorrow. Like him going after Bret Hart made him like get start getting the eyeballs yeah, Brett, on. Him, I know. We were talking him. about that earlier. If it wasn't for Owen, if it wasn't for Brett, 
they there wouldn't be no Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, there wouldn't be. And you know it's a travesty because again we're, we're 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 chatting with the collector and the enthusiasts. I got to keep bringing them out. Bring I have it. to. This it is a travesty uh-huh. that Stone Cold is not in this game. In your house. When did that come out? 1996. Yeah. Who oh, who was in that? Yeah, Taker, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Ahmed yep. Johnson, Vader yep. Goldust, The Ultimate Warrior, Owen Hart, Bret Hart, British Bulldog, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. Right. So and this is the only one as Owen Hart. This is the arcade version. This is the only one. I think the Sega Genesis, the Super Nintendo, doesn't have Owen Hart in it. Oh, for a new house? I, this is the Sega yeah. Saturn one. Yeah, so maybe. But what I will say is every time I look at this, I want to think of the old Superstars intro from 96. Well, Diesel, cool, Undertaker, Sean Michaels, Heartbreaker. That's what I think of every time I see this. I wish you could play the audio for it right now, just to get nostalgic. Actually, I probably could. Hang on. You know, you remember Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble game we were kind of talking about that earlier? Sega Sat for Sega Dreamcast? I was yeah. upset because my version didn't have Papa Shango or who, who there were two guys in the Sega version that are not. Oh, Hulk Hogan and Papa Shango. Remember, there was like a code you put in, like for like the one that came in '98. You get Quang. Really? There you go, yeah. guys. Every guy in the game. What theme was that from? House, the video game. Oh. And this is the Superstars intro in '96. Which, in hindsight, was a terrible theme song. And this game yeah. was not a good idea. I remember that show, uh, Love Superstar. That was a terrible theme song now. Probably wasn't a terrible theme song when it, they first No. No. Nope. Oh, and the Ringmaster is in the video with uh, the Million Dollar Dream on Rikishi. You still thought to make a difference. What about, like, you remember the Superstars theme? Superstar! That was like, the one the after old- that one, yes. Yeah. What was I going to say? I told us I tried to thought editing. Oh, we were talking. We were getting into something. You had something else that I was like shocked to see, and especially in the Dreamcast. And that was your Street Fighter video game one that you showed. Oh, uh, yes. I'm we going to put that on camera for everybody. Stuff. And then I have more Street Fighter uh, gems to show. That is that is by far a giant gem in any collector that you have in your hand. And that is Street Fighter the movie. The video game for Sega Saturn. That's right. I paid yeah. $60 for this. Make, bring it, bring it close up. Show the back of that. Put it right Put in the camera. Turn it around. That Chun Li was go. a reporter. There you go. Look at that. You don't, you don't you. portray Chun Li in this movie, right? Yeah, from Mandalorian. Ooh. And also oh. from Age of Shield. Yes. Name the one. Yeah. Oh, Mandalorian. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. oh, you're saying what's her name? May. The actress is the girl from. Um... May played. Uh, you're saying May played Chun Li? Yeah, and um, Street Fighter, the movie. She was Chun-Li. Oh, I did not know that. She yeah. was younger then. Yeah, she's probably like early 30s. Yeah, no, everyone was young. Yeah, oh, she's, back in, then, she's yeah. in like her late 50s, dude. She, she's getting up there. She's not young. I was going to say. She's been doing a lot of stuff. 60 now. But you know who else was in this movie? Um, actually, this movie had actually had a pretty good like, like think about it. People Dude, shoved. they shoved like characters in there, like DJ. You know who played DJ, right? I forgot the actor's yes. name, but you know who you know what he was in and what he's known for. The lead uh, of Juana Man. Yep. The what? Play, yeah, he doesn't do sports. Remember, he doesn't do sports. Remember, he don't do sports. He don't do basketball. 
And I also, the guy who played DJ has been gotta, a big... I gotta whip yeah. out this gem right here. The, the, the Street Fighter movie DVD. Oh, with John Cole's in there. You know what else is in this? Oh. Kylie Minogue was Cammy. Yeah. That movie... Yeah, I remember. That movie bugged me because they just shoved characters in there just to shove, just to have them there. If you want to talk about the better Street Fighter movie from that era, I, I got, I got, a, I got a better one that I didn't show before where we were chatting. The animated about. one. The animated on this anniversary collection. Yes. I like the animated one. It's a great. That's movie. the actual because that was the actual uh, movie and everything too. And you got it as a bonus if you got the. Didn't video. they have a cartoon for Street Fighter? Is. Also, yeah, they had a cartoon show for it at one point. Yeah, a cartoon. Yeah, it was different. It wasn't related to this, but it was. I remember that. it was, it, it was on USA, I believe. Yeah, it was like with GI Joe and all that. And also, yeah. one of my favorite T-shirts I own, because it's not. I usually wear wrestling shirts, but I'm going to show a Street Fighter Gem shirt. Is it this is one of my collect? favorite shirts ever because that is just fucking brilliant. <laughs> Hadouken. No, but, 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 but look at it closer. The the the, the move the move is under it. No, but look under it. It's the move and actually how you do it. Oh, sweet. It's like when you watch that music video for Shots by LMFAO and they start announcing the shots. If you watch the music video, they actually list the recipes for the shots. Yes, I'm a degenerate nerd and I have way too much time on my hand. I I didn't even know that. Yeah, I don't know. Right, now this conversation's going to be stuck in my head. Random bullshit collectibles out. what we need. I, I'm liking my collectible say. He's bringing me back to my childhood, my nostalgia. Oh, just something I don't do go... enough. Oh, there's there's nothing having like maybe like a few collectibles here and there, like having the metal morphers and That's stuff. That's pretty badass, actually. Uh, having... Oh, so Vegas got on SummerSlam. Leave me a few years ago because I can't. I think it's it's in my room somewhere. Do you have it? The letter opener? Oh, they're going to make some money. No, now. I don't have it here and everything. I feel like we're going, on my, we're going on the collection. I got to show what I did. Oh, by the way, here's my case for that yeah. one. Another oh. classic arcade. There you go. Children of the Atom. This game was amazing. Wait, with what the is code it? to get Ryu. You had to, there was a code in there to get Ryu in the game. That I got to find out. That, again, it's, that it's one, Children, Children of the Atom, you can play as Ryu because it's a okay, Capcom. Yeah. Have you, have you played that? Uh, what was that super, that. Uh, DC game that was like a Street Fighter game, and there are two oh, versions. They've conquered Injustice. Sport. I have both of them. Hang yeah, on. Injustice, which is Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you can get Mortal Scorpion Kombat. in one of them. Yeah, I yeah. Got both of them. Hang on, I got them both. Injustice Scorpion's one in one of the games. Yeah. Got them both. Is he in one or two? Which one? Who? Scorpion. Neither. Neither. No, He's Scorpion is downloadable in two. Downloadable two. I know he was a download when he did it on the app first. The app had him on first. Yeah, it was an ad. The, the, I uh, also have was the other one game. that started it. Yeah, with this the game one. wasn't as good as the Injustice ones, but it was still fun. It was Do a you remember smarter Capcom versus the Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Capcom versus Marvel one. Capcom versus Marvel right two. Here. Marvel versus Capcom He's three. Got three. I also have. I find it if it's over here. I have. Um, where is it? NBC Infinite, which was kind of not as good because they were too wrapped up in licensing issues at that point. So half the guys right. should be an aren't. Anything, anything X Men related, or Fantastic Four related, never made it to that cut, and it ruined the game. Exactly, and it sucked. And you know what's crazy too? Because I'm a nerd, and you know we're having this. Uh... It's like you know what? I should have a drinking game because you must have said that six times. <laughs> there you go, Kobe Bryant rookie card sitting right here. Look at you, Hasha. So I have this graphic <laughs> novel, which is an epic gem. 
the Infinity War, the epic graphic Ooh. novel, the whole thing. I I have that. It's really cool. I, have, I know it sucks about well, it. I, I, know it's, I know it's the worst about it. And you look at the cover. It's all missing. the X-Men and Fantastic Four are on the cover and were like crucial parts of it. But because of licensing, they weren't in it in the movies for shit. Yeah. And, and yeah, and that sucked too because Wolverine has a very important role in that uh, book He does. Too. Not only does Wolverine. The Cyclops and Storm. And you know what's an amazing lead up into that graphic novel that I have? The Infinity <laughs> Gauntlet. Yep. What was the name of the guy, Adam something, in... Warlock. Uh, Adam Warlock, yeah. yeah he should have been Warlock, in the That's movie. what this whole thing is about. It's about him. And the He's going to be in the new um, Guardians of the Galaxy, though. Yeah, mm, that's where they're going to... We'll yeah, see. That's where, well, that's where the Guardians kind of tie into it, too. By the way, Chuck, I was telling Ash about this. They're, they make, they're making an Among the Living comic book. Nice. Or that's uh, Anthrax. I heard I heard you guys talking about that before. before we There's a cover yet. with Judge, you know, Judge Dredd on it. Oh, boy. Because they obviously, they wrote that song, I'm the Law, about him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be pretty sweet. I want to get that. You could pre-order yeah. it now on their website. Or their right. Website. And my favorite graphic comic of all, speaking of my shirt and being an X-Men nerd. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, Kenny X-Men. We are the X-Men. You know what's awesome about this comic? It has like every focal like X-Men story ever, including the very first X-Men comic ever, which is a gem in itself. And also believe- so that one has the uh, that has the lore. That has the X-Men lore from the first comic to where you want it to be. I I, I remember seeing that. I, so you know, it's I a good starter this, book. I actually when? bought this. I found this in a random store in New Jersey about four years ago. Um, no, I was um no, sadly, a friend of mine, uh, his mom passed away. Right. So the wake services were in Jersey because we were from Jersey. So me and my friend drove to Jersey and we stopped to get something to drink quick. And it was like a pantry store, like 7-Eleven type. And they had random comics and they had this and there was a gem and a steal. I'm like, I have to buy this. When you travel on the road like that and you find that, you buy it. It's just what yes. it is. Yes, you do. I made the mistake of I didn't grab a signed Spider-Man cover that had Todd McFarlane's signature on it because I didn't believe it was Todd McFarlane's signature and I missed out on it. I'm so mad at myself you that I, I uh, you know what I'm you know? that I unintentionally got rid of my I Ignite Spider-Man poster because that's the best Spider-Man poster you could ever have. And you you're going to be like, shame. I, it's in New York right now. Could probably get another um, one. They have a ton left. I'm sure I can get one from them. I have a whole box of comics that my friend's been holding for me for like seven years. I don't have anything. No. And X Factor, what the first cable introduction? I have that number one. I think it's X Force or X Factor. X Force One. X Factor. X Factor One. I have it. Fallen Sons. What? Not the one. I'm just saying it's a good comic. That's not. Yeah, you can throw that away. No one's gonna buy it. I just oh. I don't care. I'm, I I bought a assortment of look, comics. Look, look, look. Here's the true hunt. Here's the true hunt. Go on the hunt, and wherever GameStops are sold, get your Cara Dunes before you can't find any more. Right. I have a lot of X Men. I forgot how much of an X Men nerd I am. I I mean, yeah, I was collecting X Men too, man. I was collect. I was always. I was a big Spider Man guy at one point. Me too. I like. I've been like I was telling Hash earlier, or. Was I telling you too that I just finished watching um, the old um, Spider-Man cartoon on Disney Plus, the '90s one? Right. The, the, oh that's a yeah, that pissed me off there what you, you told me because I didn't finish it either. 
This is for Jay. That is cool. Oh, man, Beast. Beast is one of my favorites. I actually, when I bought this comic box, it came with the OG X-Men shirt. I was rocking it yesterday. I love that shirt. Never take it out of the box. Never take it out of the box. You know that you can watch the original X-Men on Disney Plus right now. I've watched the whole thing. I've watched that cartoon, by the way. Hey, you want one better? Ninja Turtles is on YouTube right now. You can watch it on YouTube. Really? Yes, you can. Which version now? Which version? First movie, the 1989 Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the cartoon. Yeah, so did I, actually. I've seen seen it on there. It was on there at one point, full episodes. You know what's funny? I got that on VHS somewhere. I watched it on VHS. I I, I had them. I have Ninja Turtles comics in my collection of comic books. The Ninja Turtles comics originally... Was not what the eight nine the eighties show turned into, and then right. they later adapted the original comic version because April O'Neil was not a reporter in the original comics. The original comics killed Shredder in the first one because it was a one-off as a joke, and then the popularity of the first comic book drew more attention. And after the fourth movie, after the fourth uh, fourth book or fourth comic. Then they sold the rights to Playmates. There's a whole thing on uh, how uh, where toys came from on Netflix. Oh yeah, the whole storyline. Oh, yeah, I, I, I watched some of that. I never finished it, but I watched some of that. That was yeah. Cool. Isn't um, Master of the Universe the same thing where the toys came out first and then the Master of the Universe the toys came out before the storyline because the story was in the comic book and the comic books were not what they were and there was a pre storyline before all that too. So here's something that I'll never forget. I was four years old. I saw the He-Man, you know, toys on TV, you know, it's the first time. And I was like, you know, mom, I want that. And she got it for me. And then I was disappointed. I was disappointed because his hair was not as light as it was on TV. Stupid reason, but I'll never forget that. So the remakes made it blonde. The original ones had them orange. And they were the soft and everything. This one doesn't have the soft. You remember uh, Faker? Yes. In- I always wondered why on, t- on the, in the cartoon he was never blue, but in the but the toys it was blue and orange. It was green actually, unless you got like mm-hmm. a. It was it was more like a teal. He was like a teal color. But not in the cartoon. They, they made him like an identical version of He Man in the cartoon. Look, uh, if you watch the show, whatever person came out with a name, that was the character name. So if you came in saying Fang Man, there was like the weirdest names ever. Because remember, people still make fun of Fisto and Fang Man and Ram Man, stuff like that. It was just whatever weird name you came up with, that was the name many of the He Man. Right. But like, that was the name of their He Man character. So we're walking the line or whatever. Remember, Panthor was recycled to like the girls' toys lines. So a lot of the toys were recycled. So how about um, whatchamacallit? Hordak was made for He-Man and yet he became a character on She-Ra. Well, there was a whole storyline with as well, too, because He-Man had they were just done with the He-Man line. They were just pushing for She-Ra and She-Ra, because it lasted one season, was bad. was down to bad writing. That's why this that's why the, the season only lasted one season. Do you then, like that? You watch which, um, what it was, what universe it exists in, and what it was a complete mockery of Daredevil. What do you mean? Is it the ooze that mutated the turtles? The same ooze that made uh Daredevil blind, that made Matt Murdock blind? Isn't that the rumors mill? 
uh, it was sort of like, yeah. So the ooze that the the ooze that turned Matt Murdock blind was, was the fact that the ooze shot in his face. It was actually shot in his face and everything. That's what made yeah. him blind or whatever because it was covered his face. The turtles were crawled on the same ooze. So and the joke is, is that the ooze end up in the that same ooze end up in the sewer. Sewers that made them mutated into turtles. And also, so, you know, because you know the hand and the foot clan aren't kind of the same thing. Right. So yeah, the same. I guess. The and, hand. I have this really cool story uh, with the hand. I remember. Uh, I remember when I was a kid. I got this uh, Daredevil comic book, and then years later, I finally was able to get all the books that kind of came from that storyline. And one of them was like the hand where he was fighting like this big giant. Uh, what do you call a sumo looking dude from some hand warriors? Oh man, it was uh, crazy. Who was dressed in red. You remember that one? No, you, you the mutated a... sumo hand guy. It wasn't a mutated uh, fisk, was it? Because that would make no, sense. No, it wasn't fist. It was I a hand. It was a saying. member of the hand. I don't remember. I, I can't recall. There's been a lot of story actors. I know got comics, but I don't know every comic. It might have been Rod's Frank Miller. Guy. I knew you know Rod. What up? I was, I was obsessed with Daredevil for a long time. Oh, yeah. That's like my co-favorite Marvel superhero. So, Rod, maybe you could shed light on Jay's question about the sumo fat sumo mutated guy in the hand from daredevil uh i can get access to my old comics man you just look up online if you had a collection you would have taken a picture of it or just remember like what you had it's, it's that hard I, to remember some of the original comics that you want i remember once the it stemmed from the comic book where um foggy's um wife was kind of uh in the kind of cheat she was cheating on him with a bad guy or she was kind of you know um she was kind of under his spell i forget or she, oh no she was his ex at that point and she was like with it, uh it, 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 it was good stuff i'm enjoying this trying to remember what the hell was it he was he just keeps talking trying to, trying to get some figure stuff out remember we're still waiting on Jay's collection. Jay, where is right. this so-called collection? Only, only AWD do we go from wrestling to comic books. Hey, of, he lives of... because he lives near Walmart, and Walmart no longer carries any of the AEW stuff anymore because you yeah, well, the only oh, get this, get this hash, get this guy. There's only one toy they have for AEW, which I will never get. You that know is? what that is? Oh Jesus Christ! Will you stop already? Damn, Rod. Riho, I will I not. Knew it. I knew it. Why not? Stop why? already. Okay, why? Okay, one. Okay, number one. Riho has the original AEW women's title, right? If I'm not mistaken. Right? That's right, yeah. Has the original women's, ti- uh, women's title. It's the first yeah. one. Yes. And meanwhile, Britt Baker has the updated version. So that oh, yeah. toy, because of the first edition, is going to be worth a lot of money. And you bailed on it? Bro. Oh, oh, oh! Because he hates first. real. That's why. Because he's a <laughs> hater. He's an undisputed hater. That's why. So, Rob, take the opportunity to buy that Reho belt because Jay won't. I, well, I definitely will. If I can find it, I'll get buy it. Buy the figure, bro. Fine, I'll buy it. I bet the, the toy fir- hasn't sold. It's still there, so I'll buy it, I so guess. Get so. it. I bet you after today, 
after today, the second you get off the, the second you get off this little chat, whatever, you go right to the store. I don't care what time it is, because probably Walmart by you is probably open 24 hours, unlike New York. Yeah. You go over there, you buy it. And I don't care how much it is, how botched the box is or whatever, because it is the first botched AEW title, and the second edition will be made a little bit bigger than normal. And everyone's gonna be hunting for Britt Baker, but always collect the champions. Because you never yeah. know who wants the championship belts. Speaking of that's the belt, why, man, they, they need to hurry up and like uh, make the tag belts and the TNT belts and the women's titles. Like that's why I keep my own heart. Because they, even though they're beat up and destroyed, they might be worth something. Because someone somewhere might buy it. Right. These belts are always worth something. The toy belts are always worth something. Yeah. Don't bail on it. Because not bring Rio off. Let me let me ask <laughs> you a question. Let me ask right. you a question, Hash. If they make the Young Buck toys with the shoes, you know, the, the storyline. Oh, Lord. No. How no, much do you think they're that's going to cost? They're not. I watched, not. I watched it. Today. Not. on the shoes. Because of licensing, they will not put the Air Jordan logo on the shoes. I pay attention. There is a reason why. There is a reason why. Also, Miles Morales is no longer wearing Nikes. Night, uh, Mar- Marvel had a deal with Nike. So when they did they Miles Morales... They put Nikes on Miles Morales. Now they switched it to Adidas based on Miles Morales being from Brooklyn. And that goes back to AEW and wrestling and stuff like that. They will not have a Nike deal. And by the time they release the, those, those uh, action figures with the Jordan logo, whatever, it'll be a botched version of the sneakers. Why and Adidas? Prob- Adidas got a good shoe. I've had Adidas. Adidas are- I mean, like if you're from Brooklyn and you know anything about music and everything, too, I'm not from Brooklyn, I'm from Long Island. Still, you're from New York. <laughs> you are from New York, the birthplace of a lot of music, which includes hip hop. All right, you are on the island where it comes Queens and in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know right about right Adidas. Right Hicks, that run DMC saying was my Adidas. Those are the Jays. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I never look good in Adidas. I never look good in Adidas. So they're just sneakers. So that's what I I got duck feet. I can't wear Adidas because I have fat feet. Also, the licensing deal and stuff as well, too. They make more money and get more product line with them buying sneakers and putting them on than actually paying extra money for them to be sneakers. Run DMCs from Queens. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Again, but where... But, okay, now you're saying that, but when people were migrating in the 80s... I'm just being difficult on purpose. Brooklyn. I'm just this being one difficult on purpose. This one, because this one being the music enthusiast and everything, too, who now left from New York to Florida, who hasn't gone to a live show, let alone local. Um, I haven't gone because of... COVID, pre, pre, but pre COVID, pre COVID, I'm talking about pre COVID. Oh, do you kidding me? Again, I've been to shows. We're talking about the COVID. And look at the way congestion. I've been to plenty of shows pre COVID. What people Hold on, I gotta defend myself. In the 80s, where did they migrate from? Brooklyn. Right. Okay, okay, whatever. But you <laughs> say goes- you, you don't know, dude. I've been going to shows pre COVID. I mean, all right, all right. God so, rocks. So when you're so, when you're in Florida, okay, so, all right. How, okay, when you're when you're currently in Florida, right? Fifty bucks says any person rocking a Nike, not a Nike, a Yankees hat in Florida. Fifty bucks says they are a hip hop fan and a hip hop fan of New York. Probably. So what's wrong with that? I'm never. I'm not saying I, it. I'm just saying mind, I didn't look at the shoes. He misses the culture. 
the culture goes with the sneakers. And if you're into music, literally run DMC and including guys like Anthrax rocked Adidas. So Adidas okay. is the, it was the official shoe of pretty much everything music until Where? Nike came in and so did Michael Jordan. I just didn't look good in them. I'm just talking about my childhood, not the... I can't wear Adidas. Stuff. They don't fit my feet. It sucks. It's a depressing. They're just one size, I yeah. Wore... Honestly, you can only I wear New Balance now. I can only wear New Balance now. Are your feet that bad? You got to wear New Balances? I'm size 14. They make they make size 14 Nikes. You know that, right? <laughs> I'm sure they do. I don't know. My dad wore a lot of New Balances, and I just started wearing the New Balances, and I look good in the New Balance. I, they're black. I like them. I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I'm a size 12. I'm the largest shoe size that you can relatively easily find in shoe stores, so I'm happy. I'm size 10 and a half, which you can't good find. Good for you. Where'd you say? I'm, I'm ten and a half. You can never find my shoe size because it's the one thing that's that's the size that's always sold out. And is the, uh, <laughs> that's like the most half. common shoe size for a man. Yeah, like which like literally like between like ten and a half is most common, but like you either you, you probably have that problem where you either depending on the style of shoe, you either got to swallow your pride and squeeze into the ten, or you got to go up to the eleven. Nope, still won't do it. If I collect, it'll be in the eleven, but then I do do it to resell to find my size. The only yeah. shoes I wear in 11s are Converse because I'm technically an 11 wide. And the way Converse are made, they stretch yeah, it. So I'm a 12. Anything else, I'm a size 12 in because yeah. my feet are too wide. And that's why I don't wear Adidas. I'd be like a size 15 in Adidas to accommodate the width. Yes, that's true. Like a 15 wide would get my Adidas going. Wider is better. <laughs> they and don't to make answer your question, And to answer your question, Jay, because I know you want the win, you know, the sky sled and everything too. This is part of oh, the yeah. addition. You could probably find us at Target anywhere nearby. I just wanted just to collect all the all the He-Man swords because I just I just do. I love fucking He-Man. I can't wait till it the new series goes on Netflix. That's why the the action figures the new action figures will be released before the new uh, cartoon series on Netflix. When is it coming out? I really want to see it. So the action figures, actually, it'll be this month when the toys get released. The following month will be when the series, I think July 14th, not, don't quote me on it correctly, but I think around that week will be the new He-Man series. Kevin Smith is all over that, so I'm, I'm excited, man. Seth Rogen, and you got Seth Rogen redoing Ninja Turtles, baby. So we can't wait to see how that continues nice. on with the Seth Rogen Ninja Turtles line. Oh, man, I'm excited. Come on, because no one liked the fact that Raphael was there and going, wait, this makes no sense. Seth Rogen? Yes, yeah, Seth Rogen is behind the new Ninja Turtles cartoon. Okay. So Seth Rogen is awesome, and everybody... Well, you know what's going to be great about that, then? That I'm sure Michael Langelo is going to be the biggest fucking stoner in the world. It's going to be Pineapple Express meets fucking Michelangelo at that point. Oh no, they <laughs> if they if they do that, if they do that, there'll probably be a lot of food oh, references. Dude. But if they do weed references, it'll kill their kid core demographic. Yeah, I was I don't gonna think, say. And I don't think uh uh you know, being friends with Eastman, I don't think he would have gone with it as well too. And Eastman would not would say would wouldn't say yes to Seth Rogan um doing it because that's a huge that that's that no, that'll be the huge be kill. I know. Granted, they're green and you put a little fur on them. They look like giant nuggets. We get it as well, too. But you really want to kill your core audience? They're going to buy. We're going to buy the toys. When it comes out, I'm buying the toys. Like, yeah, put in this case, bro. I mean, 
even though the comics came first, didn't wasn't the popularity of the show based on the toys? The popularity of it was based on no, the toys the toys had their own storyline while the comics were doing their own storyline. And the, co- um, the cartoon was more based on the, the toys or based on Yeah, no, I'm saying yeah. the cartoon and the toys, not the comic book toys. Wasn't no. the popularity more the toys than the cartoon? Correct. The popularity was on the toys. I That's had why they when I was a kid. Come Speaking on, they about made... video games. We could all agree that the original Nintendo Ninja Turtles was like one of the most headache games in the world. I like uh, the arcade except... version better. Yes, I like the third one. The third one from Nintendo was my favorite one of the three. The, oh, the Turtles of Time. Yeah, that was, no. that was Super Nintendo. That was Ford. The one before uh, that was one. The Manhattan Project. Uh, Man- the Manhattan Project. Yeah, I get it was that the original so. Turtles, yeah. and that was the arcade game was two. Three was the Manhattan Project. The fourth was the Super Nintendo Turtles of Time, which is my other favorite. And like the fighting Turtles game as well, too. Which is another game which is worth a shit ton of money randomly. That game is fucking expensive to buy. The Turtles in Time? Yeah, that thing's like... What Just get the, the arcade stand arcade that came out game? with. Know, yeah, right? Turtles in Time was also an arcade game, yes. Where you fight, like, uh, Shredder at the Statue of Liberty? Or was that... Was that was Krang. Yeah. 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 Krang and that was Turtles in Time, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I like it. But you can get the arcade stand version of it. You go to any Walmart. They still have the Ninja, they have Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, and Turtles in Time on their arcade stand. Yep. We do. Yeah. I like the. If you were smart, but if you were smart, you bought the Mortal Kombat game, Fighter game, and then that way you can add all of the other arcade games that were ever created, or just make your own arcade stand. Yeah, whatever works. Whatever your technology is. Those were, I mean, yeah, those were all good games. I um on a, I was watching someone play a Mortal Kombat game on their Twitch channel recently. Uh, I didn't like the. It was the game where you can do like an RPG. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. This Mortal oh, Kombat was that Shaolin Monks, I think, or was it Mythology Sub Zero? It was RPG. I think it was was that Shaolin Monks. I forget what it was. I know was I forget what it was called, but it wasn't Shaolin Monks. It was like you know they had the regular fighting style, but there was this whole RPG where you're just some random kid or whatever running through the village, and you can actually, and then you can see like Sub Zero hanging around. You can actually attack him, and then you have you fight. Oh, that was Armageddon. That was one for Xbox. I think that had like every character ever in it think uh it was just but it was i don't it was know either that one or it was no no it was either that one or it was deception deception had that weird story. deception it was deception yes that was probably my least favorite of all the mortal combats deception i, I didn't like it. it that was like the worst yeah. one no armageddon was the one after deception where it had every character ever in it and you could play and he played as taven and you like did his story and he fought his brother dagon and all that shit hashtag mortal combat nerd yeah I think this is where the attention wrestling disorder name comes in because I don't oh. even remember where the wrestling was anymore. We, we, we did the crossovers of wrestling and turned into the crossover of comics yep, and all the basically. other dirty shit. I can talk and also us trying to tap in on Hash's uh, you know, personal life and his fandom because that's a big part of him. Hey, let me ask you a question. You haven't, would you ever at any point in your life go back to music? I try to. I, I got involved with a lot of uh, other acts, which it's, it's kind of weird. As much as I love the Long Island scene and everything about it, 
everyone at once knew has gone on to do other music scenes. So my management company, granted, has gone into soft rock. My record label that I was on is into um, is into house trance music and stuff. So when it comes to the rock scene, it's either it's it's pretty much on a standstill right now where you'd have to sit there and write new music and throw it out immediately. The, um, I, I, I give I, I give a lot of respect for all the Long Island guys that are still around that are still trying to do the same exact thing. But you have to realize one thing without you going on the road after you're making the music, it's more difficult than when it was before. For us back then in our 20s, it was easy. Put out some music, go on the road. It's almost like Comic-Con. The first year, no one knows you. Second year, you're filling up the spots. Your third year on the road, you're definitely filling out arenas and everyone knows who you are. And you have to be in it to win it. Right now, um, I'm now involved in hip-hop music. I was involved with the I Love the 90s tour. I was involved with that New Kids on the Block. I Love the 90s tour remix. Um, that's That's where I'm more involved in where I'm more of a behind the scenes guy of doing promotions and doing video clips for people and things like that. The, the did, music... are, you, are you still like, I mean, did you, are you still doing something with band and venue? No, that... band and venue, band and venue passed when, when a lot of the venues we were going to closed. Everything's a lot of gone. The venue, right. When you, when you look at a club, and I, I say this nostalgically, whenever I go to Ohio and people were just like, oh, my God, how many years ago did you play? Yeah, clubs like Peabody's that had three venues are closed. Mulcahy, I mean, look, unless you're a cover band, you're playing Mulcahy's. Unless you're a national act, you're playing Mulcahy's. What local band is going to be playing Mulcahy's anymore now? You, the, can't, the get, band. you can't get into Mulcahy's anymore. Correct. The, is it shut the, down or like no, just the, the venues, so it's almost like the comic-con scene you you pay to play you you pay to be part of the venue and if you don't go back to the olden days like cbgb's is done uh, uh um what was it the continental is done trash mm-hmm. bar is, is the trash Con- bar. i miss the continental i miss cbs i miss trash hell i miss oh, Andyville. Oh. and Amityville, okay, they, but they, but they Crash have a, Mansion. I miss Crash Mansion. Right, but 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 these are core. But these are all right. But Crash Mansion will have their touring national acts like the small type bands. Our music is dead. People listen to this alternative rock stuff or alternative music that makes no sense to us. Where the kids are talking about drinking chlorine and thinking that's cool. It's as bad as it's as what bad as that. Current, I don't even mention the band's name. It's what the last two girlfriends I date listen to this music, and I almost do the phones across the room. It's as bad as not wrong though. This is accurate. It's as bad. It's as bad as current hip hop. It's what we don't listen to anymore, and we don't go to shows for. We're stuck on the old national acts band, and if you're a band that was around 10, 15 years ago, bro, you got the same 15 people that love you then, and they're gonna watch you again. No offense to my friend's band, which he'll eventually do a show. I'm going to end up going and watch it because they'll probably do one on a day where I have a day off or I'm home in New York. And I'll probably end up seeing them in Long Island. But then yet again, it's kind of like, why are you doing a show? You're just wasting everyone's time again. Exactly. I feel like it's eight songs. Right. I feel like at our age, I feel like if you like watch events that we like were playing in or we're friends with, 
and they're still doing it it's like you feel like that scene like came and passed them by almost yeah that's exactly what it is like it's like i love a lot of bands that we played with when you were doing or played with you know and like some of them still do stuff and they're still good and they're they're those sent that 10 that 10 or 15 core group of people that they brought out to every show still show up but you're not really bringing anybody new it's like you've been it's you're playing the same you've been playing the same show since 2008 look right we're gonna we're gonna end up at club loaded we're gonna end up in amneville to watch our friend's band play over there because they're not playing we haven't, seen, and stuff we like haven't that. doing that for 15 years plus 15 to 20 yeah. years same and it's thing. the same 50 people it's like you going to the local bar you're still the local guy you're you're i'm not gonna i'm I beat around the bush. I said 10 years ago then. How is now? You're part of the L list. As much as it's messed up, you're the Long Island local list. You're the triple triple L. It's a shame. It sucks. It's a bad thing to talk about as is because there's tons of talented people. And the new thing is right now it's TikTok. If you're not writing a song that it's going to be on TikTok 30 seconds long to get people into it, you're not doing the right thing. I know so many people that have changed style to write for tiktok and if you're not writing to get a 30 second buzz out of a tiktok clip or a minute long song you're also doing it wrong too switch to the game switch your aspect of stuff if you're a musician stop trying to think that you're going to be a rock star tomorrow because the rock stars of today they're the reason why they're rock stars today yeah it's a different you want to add to that yeah it's 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 a different world definitely yeah i I, also guys we're also at that age where it's like we go to these places and you like go to shows or like, let's say like you think you're in that like age, you're like, let me go to a pit and have fun. And you realize if you go into a pit now, you're going to actually hurt a kid. Right. Or, or not that you're the one with the black guy. Or, or get her. Or get her. Yeah. Not a, that's why I don't go to pits anymore, man. Cause my body's done with that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you one more band that they made it on the peak level. And I mean, like if you're over the age of 32, to almost 40 go be a cover band because that's exactly anything that's going to be working for you go be a cover because it, it, it's got to come an age where you do your art for so many years that you eventually got to get some return on it you go to covers because that's your money work yeah. as far <laughs> as writing music you're not three doors down three doors down is the only band that made it at that peak age and they're still the only band that has ever made it at the age of 32 Every other band that still claims that they are rock stars or whatever still is filling up local uh, local bars. They're just filling up or, local Or you're the band Lit and you put out country albums. That's did? fucking real. Lit put out a country album like two years ago. It's fucking terrible. Wow. Breaking Benjamin's still doing well. But Breaking Benjamin's been around for years. Breaking Benjamin also games. A lot of these guys are staying on TikTok. They're playing on Twitch. They are staying relevant. But they also, are also national acts. But also, not too, Breaking Benjamin, but even on the other level, Breaking Benjamin is playing the same songs now that they've been playing for 20 years. They haven't wrote a new album. You think You think Break, if Breaking Benjamin came out with an album today, you think it's going to go platinum? You think it's going to go gold? No. It's going to go plastic. You you let me know where that goes. Is it is it platinum? It's like, it's like it buying gold? a new Iron Man album. Hey, did you ever have that new Iron Man album? No, because no one cares. Right. It'll hit gold. You get 100,000 people buying it. No one's buying the Iron Man album. But that's but that's it. It's it's that 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 those times are over. Like there's bands they they all have shelf lives. Like they should still write. And it's still great. Right. Um. I'll I'll give one more example. You think all right. You think tomorrow, if Envy on the Coast, Glassjaw, and Brand New or uh, Taking Back Sunday came out with an album right now, 
would they have a tour or would they play somewhere local that can fill up a 200 place arena? The only one that has the best chance of that is taking back Sunday. And even still, they would still go on the smaller side. I was watching a thing on TikTok actually. It made sense. I think it's the band New Friends. The guy said, with a band like Taking Back Sunday would do this, where it's like you, they're at that point where they could play that one big show and, you know, fill it with 10,000 people, or you're going to play that, like, let's say 1,000 people, like that one show a year that plays 1,000 people, or you're going to play the small local venue and play it to 100 people and play it 10 times in a year, and what's your better outcome? I, I to, to be give one example, I forget the band's name, and they played Mulcahy's right before COVID happened. And it was part of the popcorn band group or whatever. And even they couldn't fill up Mulcahy's. So there is that huge problem of like, you have to go back and go back to, to guerrilla style, guerrilla warfare of the only way bands will recognize anything that you do is play every God darn music video you ever had in your life. And if you don't have a music video, then what are you doing? Like make a music video. If I brought my band back today, it wouldn't make sense. You know, Music to me, I'll it, look. If someone wants me to fill for a band, I'll go fill in for a band. If if but if you want me to go write new music and go on a tour, not happening. It's not feasible. Yeah, hash. You don't want to be a fake hash. What? Not a fake. You don't want to be. Thank you, <laughs> son of a gun. How dare you use my lines? <laughs> hey, that was not a good a song, man. That was a good. Thank you. It was a good song. Look, I'm not a fake. Never will be. I I I, you know. I don't want to toot anyone's horns or whatever, but I've always spoken about the truth of how I felt, how I've actually felt of all my own opinion. It's not going to work for me. If it's not going to work for me, how's it going to work for somebody else? And if it works for you, awesome, good, go for it. Go find your passion. But if you hit a certain age, don't leave your home. You're, you're not going to get past the kids today just on a, on a free concert or you're not talking about, you know, Smoking hookah and uh, uh, huffing, you know, propane tanks. That's basically what it is. Is that a thing? Dude, yeah. It's a thing. It's a it, thing. It, it's fucked up. Yeah, it really is. It doesn't. You've been out of New York a while. Shit got really fucked up here in the last eight years. Hell, you, hell snorting condoms was a thing at one point. So, yeah, think about it. Jay, think about it. Everyone's on the Tide Pods or everyone's on some random new stuff. Snorting it, bug spray. Right. What the hell? Oh, people taking shots of chlorine for a while too. So let's not yeah. talk about that. We're talking about that. Or you know what genre really annoys me? You know what genre really annoys me? Have you guys ever heard of this band called Hundred Watts? Or t- no. Ten- no. 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 It's basically two uh, two musicians, and they one just sings from like this like like an auto tune like an auto tune chipmunk. It's like. When the other person plays, the other dude plays guitar and the, all right, the girl. All right, all right, all right. I'll give you a quick example, all right? Because I for, I don't even know oh. this band's name. But this local, not local, but this national act band, rock band, always talks about mathematics. I forget the band's name. And I know you guys will probably know who I'm talking about. Well, they'll have logic and they talk about math, whatever. That's how the new music is. If you what? don't talk about something. I have something, no idea what band you're talking about, to be honest. I'm not name somewhere tomorrow and just tell it to you because I'm really running off the top of my head. But they've been played on Octane. They were on K-Rock when K-Rock was still around. They've been played on some of the other uh, rock national stations as well, too, including The Shark. And every single song that they have has a math equation. They talk about math in it. Are so you talking about that's Mutant the... Man themselves? Are you talking about the band Mutant Math? No, I'm thinking of something. Else. I'm th- no, it's a different band. Um, 
Now I'm just thinking because like I know they have like some weird like irregular shit going on. I uh, like I like the first Mute Mouth two but, first two Mute Mouth albums. But you want the, the other stuff. example? Psycho Stick can't even put on a tour. But if you get a alternative band to do what Psycho Stick does, the kids will follow. We can't talk about beards and everything or beer. Yeah, Psycho Stick. I remember Psycho. The only song that sticks out when you think of Psycho Stick to me is the beer song that you just mentioned. Yes. I don't remember their other stuff. Boobs. Beards, oops, beards, and beer. And beer. Pretty much that's (laughs) That's easy to remember. Pretty much it. Yeah. That's like the band Fear. Everything they play, they just rhyme it with beer. Let's rhyme our band name with the word beer because that's cool and that's what hardcore kids drink. Smear? Here? And and we're the old guys, so there's a whole new thing for seeing kids. I remember going to a venue here in Brooklyn, and the band, in my opinion, sucked. My opinion sucked. I'll never listen to them, never buy their CD, whatever. But my girl at the time went with her girlfriend to go to the venue, and there was a line around the corner. This concert was sold out. And here the funny thing is I ran into Enzo and, and uh, Enzo and Cass before I got to the venue hit there in Brooklyn. That's a whole other story. Oh, we got to hear some of the story. You got finish your story, but you got to tell us. I want to hear it, but yeah. You can't, so, you can't mention Enzo Cass on, on us without bringing up the story. Yeah, yet. you got to right. tell it. So w. Morrissey Cass. All right, so it was a, it was at the time where Enzo and Cass were kind of getting back together. And I'm oh, going... Oh, so it's recent. Yeah, this is, a couple, this is like two or three years ago, the year before COVID. And I'm going down one of the streets in Brooklyn, and I just remember seeing Cass at a, at a, at a Eternal Con. It was like two or three weeks after Eternal Con. And I'm walking down the street and everything, going by, and I'm like, I see him. And I was like, I call him by his real name. I was like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, we're filming something. I was like, oh, that's that's dope. Like, but still, what are you doing in Brooklyn? And he says, you know, certain somebody, which was his tag team partner, uh, Cass lived in the building. So Cass had moved from uh, from Queens to Brooklyn. Oh, well, and- the opposite way everybody else. I'm kidding. <laughs> Right. Uh, I don't remember the video that came up after it. I think they did the cast and Enzo video that ended up on Instagram that talked about like them getting back together, how they were a tag team, how this is also pre this is also pre um, cast also stepping back away from wrestling one more time to get mental health uh, help. I guess he was kind of in between his, his mindsets. Yeah, he it was, was like, kind of getting better and he slipped again. Yeah, it was kind of getting better and slipped again. And I just remember like walking down the street and there they were. We took about a couple of minutes. What was the ironic part is I'm on one side of the street and they're like a completely opposite end of the street. And everyone like looking at us as if like, what the heck is going on? Because I won't cross the street and he won't cross the street either. But I just remember like walking to the, the venue and then like going, like going over there. There was a giant line of like these kids. These kids are like no more than like 18 to like 20 years old watching this like brand new concert. And the girl I drop off, she's in her 30s. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, did I miss something here? She goes, that's a, that's a new scene. I'm like, I guess and we something. as vets are like, this ain't our shit. It ain't our, it, it, ain't, it ain't our cup of tea, but the whole venue was just like that whole thing. Was it kind of like a hipster type sound or something like that? I don't even know how to explain it, man. It's It's like to me, it's nails on a chalkboard, and for some reason, it's music to somebody. When nails on a chalkboard becomes music, it becomes music to somebody. I could see that happening for real. Someone's gonna. Well, that's bring like me. the whole mayonnaise joke. Oh, it was mayonnaise issue, and then someone made a song about mayonnaise, and it became music. 
Look, if, if, look, I'll shake the bottle. That's a new song somewhere. Right. That's the new put a beat to it or whatever. I'll, I'll take twenty percent if you guys use that so use that sound bite. But right, it's, but like, it's like it's yeah. like me when I make my coffee in the morning and I'm stirring my sugar and I make a beat with my stir. Right. And I can make I can record on my phone and put it on TikTok and oh it's a new song and then someone drone enough sheep somewhere will be like oh it's a cool song and then it goes viral and then oh I'll become a millionaire because I stirred I made a beat with my coffee. Yeah, have you seen the TikTok guitar stuff? It's ridiculous. That's it's the one it's like I see a few of them. Great musicians. I mean, great a lot of great musicians. Yet again, at the at the level at the level they are at, I don't see them playing a solo performance, and I don't see them playing any originals. They're still playing covers. The young lady who sits there and plays Disturbed or plays Metallica, or you know, yet again, we hear the beat and she finishes the riff. They're all covers. Everything so everything's covers. There. There's nothing original. And if they play originals, no one's no one's watching. No one's listening. Yeah, no. It's like you, you, I, I try to like follow a few of them, kind of like what they to see what yeah. they're doing, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, it's not bad music, but it's just like no one gives a shit. It's like random oh, girls uh, in like Ohio, and it's just like no one gives a shit. Or like the youth bass player guy, the Italian dude who sits there takes like forever the whole long video to go play the one riff that plays thirty seconds. Or are the skinny white dude that knows how to really play bass, but he's playing a different version of a cover, and they're all covers. Nothing. Or there's the guy who, who's who's like, oh, this bass line is really this song that you didn't know had a cool bass line, and he's playing the cool arpeggiated bass line over like the most synthetic pop song. But yeah, because, and, like it's cool, but again, it's covers. You're not. They're you're nothing not original anymore. Creative. Yeah, nothing's original. Jay, if the four of us got and started a band like tomorrow. No offense. The only ones listening to us are our friends, and it's like literally <laughs> what twenty people. You know, what well, we get back together. But we, by the way, we, if, if we if we do this, we got to get Rod yelling into the microphone. But you got to do it while like a Knicks game is on or like a Jets game is on. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> because Rod will have a fit. It, it'll will be fall down. I, I wanna, hey, to down? my defense, I've been known to be louder than some bit than some certain bands. Oh, bands. So. Yeah. Yeah, let's put it. This is a true story. We've had shows with Midnight Society, my cover band, where we were pretty loud in the house. It was my sister, we were pretty loud. And let's say, like, the sports game was on, Rod was yelling over our band. Yes, there was a time I played it, and I'll never forget this one either. It was a time that Hollywood Drive by played 89 North, and you heard Rod as loud as the band. Which is Mike? <laughs> you heard him just as. Much. You know the last time. You know the last time I was at Eighty Nine North. Was, uh, was when I forgot the girl's name, but she was on Walking Dead, and she had a country show at Eighty Nine North. Sounds about right. That was that was like seven, eight. That was six years ago. Again, last lot, but that's the thing. But all, all the good venues on Long Island that were like worth anything aren't there anymore. Is Eighty Nine North? I don't think Eighty Nine North's a thing anymore, or maybe it. Well, 89 North would just be a filler to the country bar that's down the street in Patchogue. Well, now it would, yeah. Yeah, it'll just be whatever's not at the Garden will just be will just be at 89 North. And I'm pissed off now, too, because, like, the one good bar that I liked in uh, Patchogue, they turned into a country bar anyway. Which they one? They got rid of Hoptron. Emporium? Or some shit. Did they? They got rid of Hoptron. It's a country bar now. Oh, I remember going to, it's like, I remember going to, like, two restaurants or whatever, and I'm just like, uh, I'm, I'm good. I, like, I, I don't know why I took the drive to Patchogue for this. It changed. The, the reason you go, in my opinion, the reason you go to Patchogue 
at this point, this is me. Yeah. If you're going for like music, you go to Brick House. Brewery. Yeah. Remember Brick House. One band at 89 North, and then it's over. It's like nothing else. Yeah. Man, I used to love Emporium. I ain't gonna lie. Emporium was pretty cool. Emporium was good, but the Emporium changed, though. Emporium's a country bar. Emporium is cool, but they changed that. That's gone, too. Emporium. The problem with Emporium was they had three acts play, three hard, heavy acts play there, and then died because look how far away it is from the major city. When your major city or your or your mood of transportation is really off the LIE and you have to go back the same way and it takes forever, it takes a musician over three hours to get the patch off from New York City. It's that's that not the good. Place, uh, near on uh, near Stony Brook, the Emporium. No, no, the, the Emporium was in Patchogue, which yeah. ended up turning into the guard, whatever garden, beer garden that they have there. And they had the theater too, the Patchogue Theater. The Patchogue Theater. The Patchogue has three venues for music. I actually but... introduced a band at the Patchogue Theater. Actually, there's a few of them, but the main ones are um, the main ones that they do in Patchogue are pretty much 89 North, Brookhouse yeah. Brewery, and. I think that's really it. I know Bobby Q does like cover bands. A lot of the other little smaller bars do like cover bands shit, but like for like. Oh, that was good. I like Bobby Q. That was a good place. Bobby was cool. Oh, yeah, because your boys are King of the Rings. The Kings of the Rings. Yeah, I had my birthday party there too that one year. Yeah, yeah but for, for Long Island purpose alone, when you have to drive all the way that far out, that's why I turned into a country place because they were able to fill it out for all the country music that they brought in. Well, also, I've noticed a weird thing with like Suffolk County, especially like that Patchogue, like Port Jeff 112 area. Mm-hmm. They love that prog funk reggae shit. Yes. What now? What? Prog funk <laughs> reggae. <laughs> yes. What? Like yes. It's just weird. There. Like prog. What's prog reggae? It, 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 it's think think like reggae re, like riffing like reggae like chords. There's with like, only one band I you know. There's like, one band I can think of like that. But skin not Skindridge. No, it starts with an O. L-A-R? No, the the reggae funk. Can't think of their name. I don't know. Oh, I know a band that's kind of like that. Oogie Wawa. Exactly. But Oogie that, but they're exactly local band. But they're local. Oh, I thought you were talking about local. I'm no, talk, I was talking local, but in general for that area, like what comes out of that area. No, everything. No, all joking aside, like. I'm not even trying to be a dick anymore, but this is the truth. If you go down like 112 from Patchogue up to Port Jefford down, every mm-hmm. fucking band that comes out there and plays out there sounds like fucking Oogie Wawa. That's because you sound like Oogie Wawa. You're not shit out there. Wasn't wasn't the wasn't the venue Fishbone or Fishbrain something like that? Wasn't there a venue called Fish? Funky Fish. There? The Fish. Fish. I played a metal was. show there. I've done Slow painful dose played there. Yeah, that was the last time and the only time they played there because they're known for all the reggae weird stuff that ever happened there. No, there were a bunch of metal shows there, man. There were a bunch of metal shows shows there. there And it's funny, the night of our show, I think the toasters were hanging outside or or that was another show I was at. The toasters were supposed to play the next day or something. I don't remember. And they were outside in their van. It was pretty cool. With a Toking as well, were they toasting as well too? I don't remember. I'm probably I don't remember. No, but um, it's like crazy, like like the way that like that's you know, but yeah. But going back to Oogie Wawa, like everything in like Patchogue to support Jeff sounds like Oogie Wawa. Like that's I think what kind of turned turned Hollywood Drive by into its directions. 
Was Uge Wawa even around when I was there, though? I think they came. Oh, Uge Wawa changed names because there was something else. Maui Wawa and the Good Vibrations, what they were called first. Yeah, right, right. I remember Uge Wawa. And then Uge Wawa came, I think, two or three years after. Because I remember interviewing them when I had um, Extreme Rock for WHPC. Chad was in another band that I played a lot on Radio X. I can't remember what it was called. He was in two bands, the bassist that uh, I worked with right. back in the Radio X days. And I can't remember the names, but that's the only member I really know from Ogiwawa. Yeah, Chad, I talk to it's, the, it's, I know, I know the, I know Chad the most. I know the singer a little bit. I know Chad the most just because he's like the one who bartends locally. I know he still bartends at Portside and Port Jeff. I, he was before COVID. I don't know what he's doing now. I'm not like friends, friends with him, but you know. I haven't spoke to that kid in years. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't live out there. I live out here. I do what's out here. But I just realized, guys, it's almost 1030, and I got to get up early for work in the morning. I, I still haven't eaten dinner yet. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we're terrible. So right. Yeah, you ordered food. Time flies. I think we're calming down, though. I think we touched yeah. on everything. We really, like, outdid ourselves. We going all day. We definitely AWD today, that's for sure. Hey, we well, let me everything. ask you this. Let me ask you this. What's coming up for you? What's going on with Evolution Comics? What's going on with this week in pop culture? What do you have uh, next on the going on? So I'll be I'll be Sunday if you guys air this whatever Sunday I will be at the New Jersey Toy Show in Wayne on uh, June sixth. Uh, uh, the following week, June twelfth and thirteenth, I'll be at uh, right outside Pittsburgh in Morrisville, Pennsylvania, uh, for a show called Steel City Con. Uh, that's gonna have Britt Baker and Rikishi there at the same time. Nice, you mentioned it, yes. Well, we right. know where uh, Jay's going. We know where RJ's going. Jay's gonna go, right? <laughs> I'd love to go. I mean, it's in Pittsburgh. I, I'd love to take a plane there. It ain't that bad. It's a couple hours. It's a short flight. Uh, in July, I'll be at uh, uh, at the Cradle of Aviations on July 17th and 18th for the Cradle uh, PopCon that's happening on July 17th and 18th, Cradle Aviations right. in Long Island. Then I'll be at Mohegan Sun, uh, July 30th to August 1st, nice. uh, Comic-Con as well, too. And uh, hopefully, you know, COVID permitting everything, you'll see me back October 7th to the 10th for New York Comic-Con. I will 100% be at New York Comic-Con this year. There usually, there, there was a Comic-Con here in West Palm Beach. I, in over the It might happen again. I don't know. You got a convention. And you got a convention next weekend. I just gave you the info for it not too long ago. There was one oh. show happening. I think Florida has a show. I don't know if you got a Florida. Or Orlando, right? Or I don't remember. Hold on. Let me let me remind myself how what what information I gave you, and that is the Central Florida Comic Con, which is happening in Lakeland, Florida, and that's, yeah, that's happening cool. on June twelfth to the thirteenth for anyone in the Florida area. Yeah. As far as for. All my podcast shows every Tuesday, I do a show, a toy show, where we talk about all brand new toys called This Week in Toy Culture. Then we'll do a show on Wednesdays called The Take, where it's like a free-for-all of topics. There's a giant topic in mind when it comes from pop culture to, you know, human rights when it comes to pop culture. But basically keeping it in pop culture form, we do it on the show called The Take. And we do the best week of pop culture called This Week in Pop Culture, where we talk about everything of the week put into one giant show. And hopefully somewhere down the line, I'll do a new show for wrestling and a new show for, cool. for doing interviews. But who knows? 
And you're on Twitch too, right? You're on YouTube, Twitch. Yeah, you catch me on twitch.tv backslash evil comics inc. If you want to know the info, that's my Instagram tag is right there. So go follow me on Instagram. That's my personal one. And I have a ton of info when it comes to shows, comic cons, comic books, even local shows. I still post every now and then for local bands. That's awesome. Chuck will probably link that on YouTube and I will Anchor. definitely link all of this on YouTube. Everything oh, links good. to everything. Yeah. So I'm the king of the yeah. promo. <laughs> the king of the promo yeah i, I still promo. help out bands like i still help out like a lot of people that still need help in the scene or whatever we still look up i still look up venues rock metal venues i remember not too long ago um a band asked me yet yeah, speaking about band and venue a band asked me if there's any venues outside of new york and i just went yeah it depends on where you want to go build a list of tours you want to be at and we'll send you on your way there's still venues out there guys just you gotta find them harder I know and, a bunch of them here in Florida. And New York the Long best, Island has none, but you know, other places have. But, yeah, but then also find those open mic nights. Those open mic That's nights are always gold. Oh, open mic nights are my new favorite thing because yes, I'm you used to host I work, them. It sucks because I work nights, so I can't go to half of them. Yes. You used to so host them. I miss hosting. The when, I had the, when I had the coffee house, I uh, used to host them once, like every other week. Does the cup still do them on Wednesdays in Wontaw? Not with COVID, but they were prior to COVID. It was actually perfect. It was amazing too with the cook because I was in the coffee house scene for a short time before we wrap this up. Um, and it was literally I did mine Tuesday nights. Yes. Up did theirs Wednesdays, and Belmar B did theirs Thursdays. It was fucking three awesome open mic. And real trick for all the guys watching or listening right now: coffee shop nights, especially when it's uh, open mic night, we're always filled with girls. Always. Always. So cute girls. Give it a shot. Cute girls. No, too. no, no harm, no foul. Give it a shot. And you get legitimate connection because they're not drinking their brains out. <laughs> they're not drinking alcohol. They're drinking coffee. So they'll give you or their tea. opinion. Yeah. <laughs> they'll no, give you their wrong. opinion. It's true. It was it was a fun time because there was a lot of nice people in that. Yeah. And there were a lot of girls. Yeah. Sorry, I'm nah, on except, that. yeah. Except for my place, though, because their tea was way too expensive. Doesn't okay, matter. Now, Doesn't we got matter. One bed, you know, for one the one time that visited me, what do you get? Twelve dollars tea. It stirs crap, and he complains on the up that our tea is overpriced. Meanwhile, <laughs> I don't think he ever drank our tea, and I'm pretty sure the guy who complained about it, the girl that he was with, bought the tea for him. So I don't know what the heck he was. Mm. Oh my go. God! Don't forget was that this. on the complaint? Was that was that on Yelp? Is that the Yelp review? Ooh, that was Chuck, the Yelp if you review. Chuck, if you can still find that, you'll see it. It's hilarious. I was dying when you showed that to me. It was there the funniest review. And then the, the older lady with the blonde hair who was the owner because it was my yeah. family business. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me on your show, guys. I had a great time. Ash, it's been an honor. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do this again. Yeah. Yeah. We'll follow this up one day and we'll promote all of your awesome, awesome events. Yes, I'll definitely have Chuck on my show, the toy show. Guys, I need to see your collections before I put anyone else. Come on. Well, let me see your collection. Oh, Give it to me, baby. Up. I want well, not right now. Here. I want pictures and videos for next time. Give me right, you got I'll show me. Tag me tag me on Instagram as well, too. If you got an awesome collection and you want to get posts, whatever, I have no problem showing anyone. Got collection. you. I, I, we'll go through give a quick a thirty days, minute, one yeah, hour. We're a bunch of collectors too. Yeah, look, we're a bunch of nerds. Yes. Everything too. Championship belts, toys, Marvel, DC. You, look, guys, even got a Deadpool mask. If you, if you go on my Facebook, I have one. See, you, I have one. I have a cooler one than that. I can't find it though. If, if you go on my Facebook, you'll see what picture with all pretty much all the belts I have. So, yes. yeah, I need thanks, to get guys. More. All right, all right man, guys. Man. 
It has been a fun time fun. again. Make some noise for Hash. Thank you, Hash, for coming on and having fun. Yeah, with us. Up, buddy. It was good having you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Right. And hold up. I like to say, hold up. We forget. Uh, whatever. You forgot what you were going to say before you forgot. Cool. Yeah, I did. No. Uh, literally, thank you for having me. Guys, if you haven't watched the show, go and check out Attention Wrestling Disorder. These are the guys. I'm happy to be part of the attention. Appreciate you. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Of course, man. All right, man. That was Hash. I'm RJ Show. I am Chuck Coffee. I'll drink a coffee next time for real. And I am the Hot Rod 521. And we will see you in the next one. Later. Boom. Boom, goodbye, and good night. Mwah.